0: i'm scared there's nothing to be scared of are you sure Mm-hmm. how
1: i killed him
0: but you can't kill the bookie man
1: you're listening to the action figure blues podcast episode number 193 for the week of wednesday the 4th of november 2015 i'm blood curdling ben and with me tonight are spooktacular scotty
2: and jack o john
1: This episode is brought to you by Mike's Comics and Stuff and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toys of the Week are the Kotobukiya, Artifacts, Superpowers, Superman, Green Lantern and Flash. And our discussion topic is a toy history of DC Comics' The Joker. Halloween gents. Hello. Hello. <laughs> John you're just starting your Halloween day and uh, Scott and I are finishing ours off. So yeah. um Scotty, how is your Halloween?
2: Oh,
0: pretty uneventful Halloween is only <laughs> like it's it's really not a thing in Australia mm-hmm. but but obviously the um, the American increasing American influence kind of is making it a thing. It's probably on the last couple of years when there's been anything kind of Halloween in the shops. Um, mm-hmm. But we, so I thankfully missed, you know, that <laughs> when my kids were at an age where they would want to go trick or treating. Um, but the last couple of years we have had a few um, little ones come and knock on the door. So we have the, uh, you know, bowl of lollies, etc. And my youngest actually did some decorating tonight, but we didn't really didn't get very many. So um, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, all good. Um, my news is I have new glasses and they're weird.
1: <laughs> I just they're, they're weird to see through, or yeah, they're weird got, in design.
0: No, no, they're pretty much like my previous ones, but they're just a different lens because I'm getting old. And oh dear. yeah, so it's that that weird like I've got new glasses. The world is bendy feeling. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, excellent,
1: yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm going for an eye appointment on Friday, actually. And uh,
1: what are your expectations?
2: I'll get new glasses, too. Uh,
1: I know I will. Now, what's your current situation? Short-sighted, long-sighted?
2: Um, I'm farsighted, so it's only a problem because I look at stuff close up at work.
0: Yeah, I'm um, exactly, the same. exactly yeah. the same. Yeah. So I've got these access lenses that have got, they're not bifocals, but they've got like different treatments in the top and the bottom so
2: isn't that a bifocal
0: no it's, i said is this a bifocal and he's like no it's the step below a bifocal it's uh oh. yeah it's access lenses it's a new new thing
2: i, I actually have bifocals yeah, so. yeah. wow
1: well. well mr john how are you spending your halloween
2: uh, doing whatever Mrs. Nerd tells me to do, because <laughs> she's got some things going on next weekend that we're going to have to prepare for. So, <sighs>
1: and, and what are your expectations? Uh,
2: I think I'm going to have to go make copies today. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what um what's sort of Halloween like in in your area? Do you get a uh, pretty decent volume?
2: Or we probably would tonight because it's Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. last year it was really down. We didn't, do did we hand out candy last year? I don't think we did. And it didn't seem, the weather was real bad last year. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I think a lot of people now are opting towards bigger, um, you know, like indoor things. And, uh, there's a lot yeah. of trunk trunk or treat now that's really picking up popularity over here. I don't know if you guys have that or not. No. What? Where, um, what is that? Um, like my work does it. They, you know, you'll bring your car and people will decorate their trunks. And then, you know, they'll have a whole parking lot full of cars and people just go, uh, you know, car to car and, and trick or treat, you know. Uh, so all of it's right there in one spot. You don't have kids running up and down the street, huh. especially for little kids. It's a lot, you know, a lot safer. But that's, I don't, that's so I don't much think it's better. As fun.
1: No, that's so not. much better when you can actually go, hey, small child, hop in through the sliding door of my <laughs> van and have a look what's inside.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: No. Hop uh. into
0: my trunk.
2: Now, like, where my mom and dad are, they do this in the park, and they have, like, different areas set up in the park, and they get volunteers, and they have, like, a big, like, meter cube box of candy normally set up by them, and they just pass out, you know, candy to all the kids walking through, so.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, You know, I I think there's a lot more community events like that now. makes a bit of sense.
0: Trunk or treat could never happen here because we don't call it a trunk. We call it a boot. Uh,
2: Boot or or booze? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, booze, yeah. Booder. maybe that's maybe that's the adult version <laughs> <Booder> booze, <laughs> I like it
1: well I think uh, Halloween here in Australia is actually slowly being forced upon us because yeah. it's the uh, the retail stores that are starting to really do the big push each year uh, I went into my local today and they had a, a monstrous setup like of not just costumes but all the 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 candy, as you call it, and all the decorations. Like, it was it was a gigantic area. And I said to Mrs. Shake, you know, look, because you know, our, our kids were very excited today. And I said, if mm-hmm. we want to do this next year, uh, you know, a little bit more serious, then, you know, I might head down tomorrow when everything's like 95% off <laughs> and uh, and stock up That's on the know,
2: decorations. That's the best time. And- I haven't decorated in a couple of years, but when I did, that's what I would do is the year before go get a whole mm. bunch of stuff at the end of the season. Cause like I have, I have three or four fog machines and giant spiders and um, we haven't done that in a few years well, just cause the weather has been bad. And um, unfortunately scheduling's just not going to work out this weekend. it's too bad cause it's mm. on Saturday. I used to take, I used to actually take Halloween off and decorate and stuff. Right. So. Wow. Nice. Nice.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, it, and we, another reason it. it it's not that popular here in Australia is because it's daylight savings. Yeah. And we're on the verge of summer. So quite often it's broad daylight until nine o'clock. And you know, if you yeah. have a bad year, it's 35 degrees.
2: So
3: yeah.
2: we're <laughs> we're starting earlier and earlier here. It seems like more of it happens in the daytime now. You know, it's like 5 30 to 7 30 uh, or something like that. Huh. Now now see, we actually get pop-up stores for Halloween
3: wow. um, mm-hmm.
2: starting about September. You know, you'll you'll get a whole <laughs> store pop-up. I can think of maybe three within five minutes of me, five, 10 minutes.
1: Wow.
2: Um, You know, where it's nothing but Halloween stuff, you know, the costumes and the decorations. And so, yeah, it's, it's, I've heard that it's probably the next most popular holiday, you know, decoration wise and everything else after Christmas. Mm -hmm. And and I know people that decorate more for it here than, than Christmas. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, um, you know, it's it's fun and it's people people like a celebration and you
2: know. well i i think for people like in the the pop culture set you know kind of like the things that we do and stuff especially um you know it's a chance for them to kind of break from tradition and do something fun and you know more in their wheelhouse than yeah yeah you know sleighs yeah. and reindeer and elves and <laughs> you know, we well, yeah, um, I guess
1: hanging uh, inflatable turkeys off your front porch for tha- for Thanksgiving doesn't seem yeah. as exciting
0: my um I grew up in a two story house and we had the kind of traditional um you know like the door was in the middle of the um like the, the middle and windows either side with balconies up on the the um mm. first floor And we had a flagpole, you know, like kind of that place for a flagpole. And so we did this a few Halloweens where, um, my dad would rig up some thing, like one year it was a ghost and one year it was a big spider and whatever and, uh, have it, you know, kind of pulled up out of sight. And then the trick or treaters would come and get their treats and then he'd drop it on them as they were leaving.
1: You know, <laughs> yeah. Nice, great, nice. Fun.
0: yeah. Not like actually on them, but just you know, drop down yeah. loud, you know, far enough that they'd scream.
2: Yeah, That'd Ben, be Ben's nice. probably never had the uh, the giant popcorn ball handed to him. Oh, you know, no. you're always suspicious of.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. That, wow. that was a
2: treat back in probably me and Scott's day. You don't really see those
0: anymore. No,
2: no. Because <laughs> they immediately wow. go in the trash.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like he um, had a. Uh, and as a teacher, when kids you know bring, they're like, do you want a piece of my birthday cake? And you're like, oh, <laughs> thank you so much, and then throw it away as soon as they're out of sight.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, we've run on one Halloween here, and we had a significant drop-off compared to last year. So this huh. year we had four kids as opposed to the six kids from last year. <laughs> so, there you go. My favourite was the giant banana. Uh,
0: oh, wow, Really?
1: Of all the things you could go as, a giant banana. So, anyway.
2: All I've right. heard that um, <laughs> Elsa and uh, Katniss Everdeen are the, the popular oh, ones yeah. this year. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah.
3: Mm.
0: And, and, Ben, yep. besides, you know, trick-or-treating things, is anything interesting happened in your
1: world? No, nothing terribly exciting. I, um, I, I did mention, I think, on the last show that I was hoping to dash off and see The Martian, which I did. Okay. And uh, I loved it. Loved it. Uh,
2: beautiful you didn't, you didn't, film You didn't go see Jem? Nope, nope,
1: nope <coughs> Can't say that I did so. <laughs>
2: And neither can anyone else <laughs>
1: No, that's right no. <laughs> Hey, that guy did have the opportunity to direct G.I. Joe 3 And he
2: passed So, anyway huh? All right. Yeah, and passed to do that I'm right. right.
1: Well, how about we kick things off And uh, come back with some articulated news
0: Let's do it Okay
3: Colonel Steve Austin, the six million dollar man, and the new bionic transport and repair station. The rocket's crashing.
0: We'll put him in the bionic repair station. We can rebuild him. We'll replace the modules in the bionic arm. No injury here. We'll have to check his eye. Bionic eye, A-OK. $6 million dollar man, ready for action.
3: New bionic transport and repair station sold separately. The six million dollar man, new from Kenner.
1: Before we get to our main features, we start each episode with a bit of news and articulated news is where we discuss the latest events and announcements in the Toy and Collectibles world. We are not a comprehensive toy news service. These are just the stories that relate to the things we're interested in and have caught our eye this week. And kicking things off, Master Scotty.
0: Thank you. Um, Satchel Collectibles kicks off the news tonight and they kick it off with um, that kind of behaviour of theirs that drives Ben and I insane. And that is that uh, releasing different versions of characters close together in high end lines. So uh, we are getting a Green Lantern premium format figure. Yay, what's that you say? Didn't we already have one? Mm. <laughs> so in in the little we just got the preview at the moment. Um, and the blurb says Sideshow is adding another Justice League member to stand alongside Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman. <laughs> That's odd. I've already got a Sideshow Green Lantern standing alongside them. In fact, I had him first.
1: Mm. <sighs> as as did I, oddly enough.
0: Yeah. So now, but it's interesting because the uh, original one, um, flying pose and all sculpted, no um, mixed media. Um, now, this is more of a standing pose, so he's definitely going to be taller. Um hmm And uh, hard to tell uh, at the moment, but it does look like there could be some fabric here. I'm not sure what you think about that, Ben. Yeah. Can't tell? Uh,
1: No, no, no. I I haven't looked at it that much because it didn't grab me right away. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't spent a whole lot of time poring over it. Um, I did like the exclusive, which is the the lantern. But um, I think I was just more peeved, so I tended to... Shy away and going <laughs> with other things. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, now that I look it has at it, again, I'm not sure if it is an, if there is any fabric or if it is all sculpted again. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. There's a few things I just find really awkward. Um, the hair seems a bit kind of yeah. metrosexual. He's yeah. um, it's quite, you know, coiffed. Um, and I'm not real big on the pose. It just looks odd and you know bloody sideshow and they're one knee up kind of thing like it's um <laughs> seems standard for every sort of museum-y type pose i i don't know whether that's just so that it doesn't look like a giant Bowen statue or yeah but, yeah I, I don't know the, the amount of effort they've put into this um you just have to wonder whether if this had been the flash uh you know no doubt we'll eventually get but yep. yeah not thrilled
0: i suppose the um you know the the argument here would be green lantern being the first um uh, dc premium format they put out that there would be definitely a market for this for people that didn't start collecting you know mm. until the big 3 came along and now want a green lantern and don't want to pay secondary market prices um for it and yeah. you know good for them but obviously you know it's a it's a pass for me cuz i much prefer the one that we've already got, and I already have it. <laughs>
1: That's wrong. Right. Yep. Yes. So Agreed. we'll see.
0: We'll see what the um, uh, final. Well, I mean, basically, you see the whole thing in the preview um, video, so I suppose it'll be up for order soon. Yes. Um, still a sideshow, but moving on to their Star Wars uh, one-six scale line. Um, we, I think maybe we already knew this was coming, but we hadn't seen the real. Um, uh, promo yet? And this is the R two Q five Imperial astrometric droid. Um, now, I, is this from a movie?
2: He's in the background, a Jedi for sure. Okay. You can kind of see the, you know, when all the troops are lined up at the when the Emperor and Vader arrive, you can see some of these droids. Really in the in wow. the background, I, if I remember right, but it's it's really far back there
3: so
1: so let me just get get this straight so john you're you know quite the star wars fan um you're not sure where this guy appears and, and if he did appear he's in the background so why are we spending like 140 bucks on this guy huh we're not
2: <laughs> well because they've erased all the um you know the expanded universe now i i, yeah, I don't know
0: you know. yeah. I mean, this is a mm. no-brainer for a sideshow because it is just a repaint of mm. um, R two, and uh, you know, so obviously it's them getting their <laughs> money's worth out of the sculpt and mold. Yeah, and I think it looks really cool. Um, it does. Yeah. yeah
2: but, well, you, you see him paired with with Vader a lot, just because you know Luke and R two, but because R two was like Anakin's, you know. Yep. Good side droid. You know, you see this one paired with Vader is his huh. later R2 unit kind of.
0: Yeah. So this one is uh, going for 140 US. US. Um, and, uh, of course, you can flex pay it if you get it from Sideshow. And uh, that's about three billion million Australian. So
2: there you go. <laughs> and, he, uh, and I don't think this one comes with the drink track.
0: <laughs> well, there no, you go. That seems
2: pretty light on.
0: Yeah, that's, got a, that's definitely a um a plus. Um, the No, I meant, you know, in terms of not causing tension amongst, you know, podcast hosts who really do care about each other.
2: He, he's cheaper than R2 was too, isn't he, at the 140 range? Um, Just because he doesn't come with all the extra stuff. I don't
0: know about yeah. that. Oh, I can't remember what I paid for R2. He's sitting right here. How much did I pay for you?
3: <laughs> beep, 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 beep. beep, beep. <laughs> Silence. <laughs>
2: and he had the, the Obi-Wan table, right, too. Sorry? He has the Obi-Wan table thing with him, too, right? Yeah. Didn't he come with the table? Yeah. yeah so and he the, came and, with a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, and the light-up
0: Leia. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Well, oh. this is this is really light, then, from what we've seen.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully cheaper. So um, this is the third in the astromech line because R5-D4. Um, mm. Holy Jelly that I obviously have not ordered yet. Um, well, look good. Need to get on to that. Um, oh, maybe I have. Who knows?
2: <laughs> Shows up tomorrow.
0: oh Yeah. Oh, hey, squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Star Wars stuff, it's really weird. Like I ordered the Hot Toys um, Obi Wan right when it went up for order, and I only just had my first flex pay for it this month, and it finishes in January. But he's already shipping. I saw him reviewed somewhere that I looked and on this on the Sideshow website it says now shipping. So why aren't I getting mine until January?
1: No. Hmm. Oh, did you get yours through Sideshow? Yeah. Oh, they might bring it forward.
0: No, yeah, anyway. It's yeah, they might. You're right. They might give me an early shipping mm. option.
1: Yeah. Weird. And it's not a it's not a Sideshow premium format statue, so it hasn't been pushed back to December next year. <laughs> That's
0: right. <laughs> cool. I was just having another look at that R2G4 and he looks really great, I must Order. Anyway, he is not in the news. Um, also in the news in my section, um, we're leaving Sideshow now, and FigureWarts, um, I think, has done something that's a bit of a no brainer, um, which is to create blank bodies um, with their awesome articulation. And there are four to choose from there is blank body gray male, blank body gray, blank body gray female blank body, pale orange, male, and blank body, pale orange, female.
2: Nice. Yeah. Now, when it says pale orange, it actually means flesh color. Yeah, so.
1: <laughs> yeah it is kind of, it is it's a very bizarre. pale orange, isn't it's, it's it? It's so really bizarre. It looks bizarre. flesh colored. Yeah. <laughs> it's like,
0: what? It, well, I mean, obviously, it flesh, to call it flesh color is highly politically incorrect. So, um, but pale hmm. orange doesn't really cut it either. No. <laughs> it, now, it, these come with a billion hands.
1: I think this is a world record. Yeah, 17. Action figure.
0: 17, 17 hands, a katana, and a, a case.
2: A laptop, a phone, a pistol, a pencil, and I can't remember what the other stuff is. Yeah, sorry, this they is also... just
0: the gray ones. The pale orange ones only come with a smaller set of hands, and they're cheaper.
2: Right. Now, yeah. the, there's about a 20 $30 price difference between the two. Oh so, really? Yeah, the huh. gray one's like fifty, and the the flesh one is like thirty or something.
1: Awesome. Can I just point out that the the gray one that comes with the seventeen hands <laughs> that doesn't actually include the two that are already attached, so it actually has nineteen different hands.
2: Wow. Mm. I like the gray one. I do like but the. Right. Good
1: grief. Which are not one of those is flipping the bird. <laughs>
2: I don't know. Well, might be.
0: Hey, if 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 um Apple can bring out a middle finger emoji, um, <laughs> then surely figure arts can do something for us.
1: Um, I guess some just something I just wanted to mention about this figure was some um, it was uh, several shows ago that we mentioned we were talking about the um, Bandai's different e- effects that they're doing, like the burning flame effects. Yeah. And they always use these figures to sort of um, highlight yeah. them, and we said, yeah. "Hey, when are they going to finally make these figures?" And sure enough, they have. And uh, Cavball on the AFB forum brought those to our attention. Indeed. Thank you,
0: think now, Um
2: They also they introduced some new stands recently that kind of linked together. Um, oh, yeah. I don't have a picture mm-hmm. of it. But um, those were shown with, like, a generic, like, robot Gundam-type figure. So maybe in the future. I don't know. <laughs> if you're listening, SHF. <laughs> there
0: you go. and finally from me NECA made an announcement this week that has gotten a lot of attention and that is uh last was it last year that they did the michael keaton batman or was it this year yeah. last year mm-hmm. um they did a a, a seven inch michael keaton batman figure in the not too distant past and uh that seemed to be a one-off at the time. And uh, now they've announced three more um, movie-based DC figures. There is a uh, Adam West Batman, a Heath Ledger Joker, and a Christopher Reeve uh, Superman that are being released with DVDs. Um, And and the DVDs they're paired up with are kind of weird, besides the the Ledger Joker. Joker Dark Knight is, you know, makes sense. But mm. the mm. Um, Adam West Batman comes with Batman Begins. Mm. <laughs> and the Christopher Reeve one comes with, of course, Man of Steel. Right? Yes, of
3: course.
0: Yep. <laughs> and uh, these will be Toys R Us exclusives. So, or as um, I, I saw someone type, these will be Toys R Us and eBay exclusives. <laughs> <laughs> but they look mm. great.
2: Now, I find the picture of the Christopher Reeve and Batman together a little disturbing. Why? It's a little intimidating. I, I think their shorts are a little too tight.
1: Oh. <laughs> They're realistically sculpted.
2: They are, actually. I, I, I don't remember the 66 Batman wearing, like, anything <laughs> stretched that tight.
3: <laughs> uh.
2: Very when nice to drag me, actually.
3: Yeah,
0: w- way to drag the conversation, John. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Once you see it, you can't unsee it. That's true, I, I,
1: though. Particularly on the Adam West, he's packing. Christopher Reeve is awfully serious.
2: Not as serious as the Joker. Huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice and they classic. got a picture of him him beating up the Joker too. So
0: oh, very fun. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, Good on him. The, definitely not. Uh, something that i feel like i need but i do think that these are cool um yeah. but of course they are being you know uh, exclusives going to be um annoying to find for those that really want
2: them mm. I, I don't i don't think those will be that bad
0: in australia
2: oh well. yeah hello <laughs> they're not I'm walking sure they with exclusives at least yeah, but they
0: they don't those, we don't get those we don't get exclusive like we don't get the Even for Target and Toys R Us um, that we do have here, we don't get the exclusives. Or if we do, they show up at a different chain, like the Target exclusives will show up Mm. at Kmart here or
1: whatever. Yeah. It's weird. I found Target exclusive Star Wars at um, Toys R Us. Mm. Mm. Very nice.
0: Mm.
1: All right. That's me news. move on. Nice
3: one.
2: Yeah. Our friends over at Kid Robot are coming out with another three-inch vinyl blind box. I, I know you guys are kind of surprised by that. Um, <laughs> and this one is the many faces of Cartman. So Cartman in all his various um, incarnations. And, uh, you got, you know, oh you got the boy. Oh my gosh, that is fantastic! You got a, yeah, awesome. a, 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 <laughs> Sorry. a boy band Cartman, a pirate Cartman, sumo Cartman, Easter Bunny Cartman.
0: Finger bang bang. Sorry. Uh, I think the Easter Bunny one's my favorite.
2: I, I, we we have a soft spot for the uh, respect my torta Cartman here in this house, so um, <laughs> he's in there. Uh, and then you know That's you got the on. go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: No, no, no. I was just I'm um, just you know each one just amuses me. You know, there's the one with Klein Frog, and you know, there's, there's so many good ones. And Awesomeo has to be one of the best ones. And the fact that Awesomeo actually opens up.
2: Well Something that's nice actually see. the eight inch figure and I don't know how he's coming. He's coming soon. Um and he's sixty bucks. So Whoa.
1: Well, yeah.
2: yeah. But the I don't know if the little one opens up too. But
1: Yeah. Oh, that's that's just a win win. I mean, how can you go wrong when you choose a blind boxed figure and you get caught on like beefcake with his, you know, weight gain four thousand tough yeah. stuff. Biggest disappointment though is there's no um the coon. I love Cartman as the coon. Oh, goodness me. Well, he he decides to become a superhero,
2: so he dresses up like a raccoon and brows the knight as the coon. They may be saving that for a second series of uh, superhero-themed South Park. I
1: think I'm just going to buy a box of these. It's just going to be easier. (laughs) One thing I think about this is that, you know, often with blind box
0: stuff, I look at them and think, oh, oh, that's cool, but, ooh, I wouldn't want that one, and I wouldn't want that one, if I got that one, I'd be really bummed, whereas these are all hilarious, so it's the kind of thing where you could not walk away disappointed.
2: Mm. The the problem with these is pulling the trigger on the second one.
1: Well, that's right.
2: You know, oh, am I going to get the same one or not?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was getting the, um, the South Park ones from the, like the original South Park ones of these. And, you know, it, it's a lot of fun. You open it up and it's like, hey, it's Stan. That's awesome. And you open another one. And it's like, hey, it's Kenny. That's awesome. Oh, look, it's Karma. That's awesome. Oh, look, it's Stan again. Hmm. Yeah.
0: If you go, like, I've been to a, a few different comic shops where they'll have a box of these and they'll have one open.
2: Yeah. And mm.
0: then they'll say, like, if you don't, if you want to open it now, if you don't like it, you can swap it for that one because then we'll use the one that you don't like as the open one.
2: Yep, it's yeah, kind of like yeah. a trade out. Yeah, yeah,
0: and yeah. Uh, that's worked for me.
2: Yeah, yeah no, that, that's cool. That's a very cool way of doing it. Um, I think it the is. other thing is, I think the other trick to this is, if you get into something like this, if you know there's a store that only has one box of them, keep going back to that same store.
3: Yeah, <laughs> true. <Sure. laughs>
2: Like, like if you don't go to one comic shop and buy out of a box, and then go to another comic shop and buy out of a different box, if you keep buying out of the same box, you're, you know, increasing your likelihood of. <laughs> the
1: problem is, I start to obsess about the the chase figures. Never, because uh, well, you do. You you sort of no, go I okay. Meant you
0: well, obsess.
1: I know. <laughs> I know. But it's it's <laughs> annoying because you look at you find out who some of the chase figures are, and you go, well, I really want that figure, but it's one in three boxes. And so then you get on eBay and it's like, oh, look, it's $149. And it's like, well, I'm not paying $149 for, you know, a three-inch piece plastic. Um, And so, you know, you've got to make the decision about, um, you know, whether you keep going and and chance getting one, just give up or, you know, buy it on eBay. I mean, I was really lucky with South Park that um, uh, my mother actually bought me a couple just as a bit of a joke uh, for Christmas. And um, I opened one up and got Professor Chaos which is some um, butters and he's kind of super villain outfit. And he's, he's one of the sort of mega rare ones. And I was quite
2: pleased, but I still didn't end up getting them all. Huh. Yeah, it looks like but the, no. uh, fun fun the chase stuff. one here has an umbrella. I think mm. maybe well, it looks like he's kind of shadowed yeah. out there. I can't tell what he is. Cause as you guys know, I'm terrible at the shadow game. <laughs> anyway,
3: <laughs> we'll, move we'll move
2: on to, uh, something that's, uh, not quite blind box it's some more reactions and yes i know scott doesn't like them they don't you can't reseal the package i'm with (laughs) you okay (laughs) and these are thank you for uh,
0: accommodating for my special needs
2: yeah these are uh just in time for the 40th anniversary of the rocky horror picture show uh we got a whole set of rocky horror figures and you know you got Frankenfurter and uh brad and janet and riffraff and um you know, they look pretty good, I think. I, I think this is one that kind of fits with this because it's more that time I period. Agree. yeah. Mm, uh, mm. You know. True. Um, looks like Frankenfurter has a cloth cape, maybe. Maybe a vinyl cape. Mm. I don't know. Can't tell. But they're they're looking exactly like what you would think they would. Um, my disappointment with this is is um, they are missing the, uh, the meatloaf figure. <laughs> so if they'd had one of those, that'd been in, but
0: <laughs> do you have any sense in the states of how these are going at retail?
2: Um, they must be going pretty good because they had a whole bunch of them at Walmart for a while and they're gone. Like, you know, they don't hang around a lot. Okay. So I I think um I think they're going okay.
3: Okay. I have so I them- have
0: noticed them being clearanced a little bit here. Not all of them, obviously, but I have, I've noticed, like, our Zing, our new chain that sells this stuff, um, has got them on clearance. And that just, huh.
2: that's what I thought, hmm. Yeah, I think it's probably certain properties that, that will make it that far. Sure. Um, I noticed that the Boondock Saints, they kind of stuck around a little longer at Toys R Us than, than some of the other ones. At mm-hmm. least here, you know, that might be a regional thing, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it seems like Toys R Us has been been flipping through them pretty fast, except for maybe the Karate Kid ones, and they may have just had more of those than than some of the other ones. The Star Trek ones, though, I very rarely even see those. So yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I think it just depends on the property.
0: Hmm. Yeah, oh,
1: I still don't. Like um,
2: I, yeah. I I know you don't. <laughs> I still don't. haven't bought one. I haven't picked up a single one. I just I think they're have, I have four of them now. Because I have two of the Star Trek, the mummy and um, the Rocketeer. Mm. I know, Rocketeer, you don't like him. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, would... I think you're legally obligated to pick up every mummy. Uh...
2: Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't resist. I, I, I don't have a Glow in the Dark one, though. I don't think I don't like mine Glows in the Dark. I think they did one of those, he was an exclusive.
3: Hmm. Huh.
2: I did find, and this is for the glow in the dark people out there. Uh, if you use your camera (laughs) flash to charge
0: the glow in the dark people, (laughs) uh, (laughs) sorry.
3: I have
2: a a ghost Vitruvius on my desk, and I found out if you use your camera flash on your phone, the little LED to uh, charge him, they will, uh, they will last for a few minutes. So, um, Mm -hmm. and they're that bright green that you always see in pictures. So there you go. (laughs) I
0: don't like glow in the dark stuff either.
2: You don't? Nope. You don't like translucent stuff either, do you? Nope. Huh. I like all that gimmicky stuff. It's kitschy. <laughs> it's kitschy and vintage like.
0: Vintage like? Oh, dear.
2: So Eddie must not like either of those either. No, nah, well, that's wrong. Uh, I miss Eddie tonight. I just want him to know that.
3: Oh.
2: <laughs> um, moving on. Funko, as you know, we can't go an episode without talking about our friends at Funko and. Uh, this one is um, some more pop vinyls, and these are Hanna Barbera. And we have uh, Rocket Rabbit, which I'm not familiar with. Uh, Squidly Diddly, Penelope Pitstop. I think she's from Wacky Races, right? And yep. uh, my favorite out of this group, because he's one of my favorite Hanna Barbera characters, is Quick Draw McGraw. I, I just I, I love him, so I may have to get him. He's the horse that was the cowboy.
3: Uh,
2: yes. <laughs> I think um, Penelope
1: Pitstop has uh, has made her way to pop, in, and that that really suits her.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Sort of talk about how some characters just work and some don't.
2: She looks very good.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to work out where Ricochet Rabbit is from.
2: And we'll have to get Arnold on that. Yeah,
0: this is going to bug me now.
2: <laughs> the uh, the Squidly Diddly. I could see him being popular in Detroit because he looks awfully close to what the De- Detroit Red Wings use for their their mascot. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> the Detroit Red Wings fans out there can go maybe take a look Ricochet at
0: that. Rabbit is is he from the same thing as Quick Draw McGraw?
2: Well, I was wondering that, There's but that I don't remember. thing. I don't Ar- remember Arnold. him. I yeah. This. I just I don't remember him.
0: We haven't asked John or anything for ages, so.
2: Well, he mm. is scared. He is scared of uh, Eddie. So.
0: True. Yeah. It. I. I've noticed a distinct lack of. Involvement from Arnold since Eddie came around. I wonder if that's because Arnold is vintage and Eddie doesn't like him.
2: Well, maybe. You know, he, he smells like dust and, you know, <laughs> old Stretch Armstrong figures.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How do old Stretch Armstrong figures smell?
2: Um, Dusty. <laughs> Very dusty. Okay. um the smoke will continue. Okay. It looks. It looks like he was part of the McGilla Gorilla show. So uh, I don't know. Ricochet Rabbit. Useless. Yeah, it looks like he was maybe on his own cartoon. Huh.
0: Mm. There's people writing emails right now. I can't believe you don't remember Ricochet Rabbit.
2: I know. He's my know. favorite. Hand please, send, please send your hate mail to, <sighs> Plain Banter or Fanholes. <laughs> <laughs> not us. Yeah, not us. Uh, maybe they won't write in and hate us if we tell them the next thing's coming out, and that is um the Lego. Uh, we finally saw pictures of their Ghostbusters firehouse. and, and it, look, it looks pretty amazing. Yeah, that's um, huge. They did a cool thing because they actually put it in front of the real firehouse and you mm-hmm. know uh, took their pictures. So I, that looks pretty cool. And I mean, to see it right next to the real thing, it's it's pretty impressive how much it actually looks like mm-hmm. the real building. Yeah. Um, now, the pictures we're looking at don't show up, but I'd seen a different uh, um, picture, and it actually had some of the minifigures as well. Um, it looks like there's a couple of ghosts coming with it, and uh, maybe Tully and Janine as well. So, I, I think this thing's going to come loaded out with minifigures as well, which will be so cool. Does it,
1: so, um, does it open up?
2: I, I have to assume it does, and they've just uh, yeah. not done that here. You know, I think they want to yeah. keep maybe some surprises for for later on now maybe they don't have the inside finished all the bricks maybe not done or something mm-hmm. you know the printed stuff it's hard to say um that is insanely I kinda,
0: cool mm-hmm.
2: i, I kind of wonder um you know for the lego folks out there if it doesn't look like this fits on to the city grid like the normal stuff does but maybe it does maybe it doesn't you know because it's actually got a sidewalk all the way around so you can't like build it as part of another building but um, I'm wondering if those folks will actually buy this as part of their cities or not. So,
1: yeah, hopefully that's something they've taken into
3: consideration.
2: Yeah, I would hope, but looks cool. I'm, I'm mm. glad for those, those folks out there that are looking for this. Um, my local, my local theater is actually showing Ghostbusters next weekend. Not my local one here, but my local one in my hometown. Sorry, I confused people. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> That's actually the theater I saw Ghostbusters in, so and I saw they they were advertising that, I thought it was kind of neat.
1: It's just so retro.
2: And a a late-minute addition here, um, again from Funko, and this time from Vinyl Sugar, really. Um, Dorbs has now moved into the vehicle uh, realm with uh, Wonder Woman and her invisible jet, and this will be available in January so you get a cute little Wonder Woman sitting in a, a clear jet.
0: <laughs> I like that.
1: Yeah, if I was into Dorbs, yeah, uh, you know. Well, and be th- we've been
0: lukewarm about Dorbs and I am you know, like not uh really excited by them, but that I think is really cool.
2: Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think that's pretty pretty nifty little I, I you know, I always love the invisible jet because it's so so absurd, but you know, the way they, they portray it, but this one's pretty cool.
1: So what was the the first vehicle that I did, if this is um, numbered as number two?
2: Number two? I don't know. Oh, here There goes did they. Ben's Did they do, it? Did they do a
0: Batmobile? <laughs> I
1: don't know. Yeah, well, I sure. like the Batmobile was the first thing that came to mind. So.
0: I didn't I, I know imagine. that there was a, a previous Dorb's Rides.
2: It also looks like that stand's detachable from that jet, so maybe you could hang it from your ceiling if you were so inclined.
1: Wow. Fly around yeah. the house going... Whoo. Whoosh. That's right. Oh, I think, coming.
0: sorry, it is a Batmobile is the, the yeah. first one. Mm. It's a 66 Batmobile, actually.
2: Yeah. That's also pretty cool, though. Coming just in time for your Christmas uh, vacation watching in January um, is the Clark Griswold from A uh, uh, Christmas Vacation uh, in it. in Vinyl Idol style.
3: Love so it's it. coming
2: in January for Christmas vacation. They, they missed the boat there. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, so eh, that looks fine, though. You know, that's yeah, it's another one of those. If I didn't know who it was, you wouldn't know who it was, kind of thing. That's...
2: Now that one I would know.
1: That one I. I mean, yeah, he's got his agnol and his antler-shaped glass. Yeah. Mm. I don't... Very nice. Very nice. All right, must be onto me then. Oh. And I'm going to swing back around <clears throat> to Sideshow. And, um, hey, that's not unlike Sideshow to, uh, you know, do some repeat stuff. Um, and for those people who missed out on the Sideshow six scale Darth Maul action figure the first time around, well, then here's your chance to pick it up again or pick up the new one. Um, they have uh, now put up for pre-order the Darth Maul duel on Naboo. One six scale figure, setting you back two hundred and forty US dollars, and it's out approximately September to November, twenty sixteen, and it's pretty darn amazing. The yeah. um, the head sculpt on this dude, like if you if you were just showing someone that head sculpt yeah. of Ray Park, you would just swear it was Ray Park as Darth Maul. Like yeah. that's um, astonishingly good. Yeah. Like the texturing on the skin and the eyes in particular, um,
2: that's amazing.
0: It is very very good.
2: I'm very impressed. He, he, he's my um, my pick for who is Kylo Ren. What? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Darth Maul.
3: Mm. Grave
1: grief. When he's um, survived and gone into hiding for 30 years.
2: And, and grew some new legs. 50 years. 50 50 spoilers, new. old spoilers.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> very impressive. I was
0: just scrolling through the photo album... And from every angle, you would really swear that was a photo.
1: Mm, it's very impressive. It's yes. awesome. My favourite is the picture of him with his um, lightsaber ignited, and it just looks absolutely fantastic. And there's this tiny, tiny writing down the bottom that says, added lighting for effect. Yeah, lightsaber yeah. does not light up. <laughs> Could you make it any smaller? And, I mean, anyway. Um, yeah, it looks very me- nice. There me- is- me- oh, maybe sorry, you John.
2: should get glasses.
1: Well, I
3: think
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> I think so, um, this does actually come. Uh, there is actually a sideshow exclusive, and you can get a severed lightsaber hilt.
2: So, you, now uh, why wouldn't they? Thing. have just made that part of the, you know, like that one to pull apart, and I don't know. That kind of bugs me.
0: What does yeah, it's a bit "severed" odd. mean? Like, is it a- as in it looks? It's been well, cut going-
2: off? Yeah, going back to the old, the old spoilers. Old spoilers, he, yeah. He, he gets his lightsaber cut in half at one point during that duel.
0: Oh, yeah, okay. I just, I'm not seeing a photo of the exclusive. Oh, there it is. Carry on, everyone.
1: I found Very it. Unexciting. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. right. Mm.
2: I mean, you know what would have been a good exclusive? Have him come with his cloak or his binoculars or... Or yeah, I
0: mean, with detachable legs. man yeah. oh, wow.
2: Hmm. I still say the magnet gimmick that Hasbro did is probably one of the best gimmicks ever for that. <laughs> yes. All right. One of those well, uh, little probe dread things he had. That would have been cool. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, if you thought our previous news item uh, was going to hurt your wallet, then you won't be thrilled to hear about the next piece from Slideshow Collectibles, and that is the Iron Man Mark 43 Legendary Scale figure. Because uh, what the world needs is more Iron Man figures, and this one is a doozy. Uh, it's going to set you back two thousand three hundred
2: US dollars. Oh my gosh! And uh, he's I can out my own Iron Man for that.
1: <laughs> well, kinda. Yeah. Um, this dude's out uh, Christmas twenty sixteen, and uh, he's pretty massive. I mean, you're talking three feet tall here, forty two inches. Lots of light up parts, all that sort of stuff. Um, pretty darn detailed pretty darn detailed but uh so legendary scale i'm assuming is what did we agree was about half scale i believe
0: yeah i, yeah, I mean be, i just yeah. these just boggle my mind i do not understand mm. like i mean i understand there's a place for these um you know as you, know, you buy them to display in your comic shop or um yeah. you know whatever if you, but if your
2: character focus was iron man though Having that in the middle of your collection would be pretty darn impressive.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, if they did an Aquaman one, I would be like, yeah, no. I don't need that. Like, I don't know.
1: I'd have to put it in the centre of my room as a talking point because i have to sell my TV to buy it. So, yeah, I I suppose if you're collecting, you know, if you really are going the super high end, you know, this is a pretty amazing piece to add to your Marvel collection because, I mean, they've done, what, Doom? Um, There was a legendary-scale figure. There was a Wolverine legendary-scale figure. So uh, it's obviously something they're doing sort of fairly consistently. But, boy, howdy, is that a price?
2: Do you know who needs to get this? The guy that took the uh, 48-inch Stormtrooper, uh, First Order Trooper, and made his son his Halloween costume out of it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, open it up, hollow it out. Mm. All Mm. right, well, that is... Very impressive. Uh, definitely not for me, even with a flex pay option of, you know, nearly 260 bucks a month. Uh, oh, I enjoy eating too much. Um, all right, moving <laughs> on. Sideshow collectibles. We saw this dude at the San Diego Comic Con, I believe, and it is the Loki premium format statue. This is the movie version of Loki. Uh, and they seem to have made very good use of the mixed media. He seems to have all sorts of bits and pieces on him. Um, mixed media in particular, that um, very nice green cloak. Um, this is Tom Hiddleston uh, looking pretty slick. 460 bucks for this piece, and it doesn't come with an exclusive. So uh, feel free to go to all your local retailers to search out a deal.
2: You know, I, I think everything looks great about this figure except for the face. The face does not look like him to me.
1: It's the, it's in the vicinity. Like, it's not, <coughs> certainly not a you know, hot toys kind of thing, but um, it's not bad.
2: Oh, it looks like a face, right. and it looks well done. It just doesn't look like him to me, and I don't know why. Mm. Something in the it's eyes. one of those faces. The I, I'm,
1: really Im-, I'm very impressed with that amazing design decision to go with the knee up, like one leg up, because, you know, Sysha haven't done that before. Uh that's oh. so very impressive. I yeah, did yeah. what, it feels quite longer. late.
0: It, like it feels quite late for this to be coming out you know, in terms of mm. you know when there's no yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, but it, it's very nice. Um, I will be passing on this one. I don't tend to get the movie um, the movie characters, so I'll sort of hold out for a uh, comic accurate Loki. Um but yeah, nice work by Jeff Yeager. And this one will be out in fourth quarter 2016. Uh, you hope. All right, moving on. And we haven't had any Hot Toys news. And we only just <laughs> talked about this, what, what, two episodes ago when we saw a um, work in progress of the Hot Toys Stan Lee 1 6 scale action figure. And lo and behold, two weeks later, here he is up for pre-order, available now for a sum of 200 US dollars, and holy crap, that is an outstanding head sculpt. I'm blown away by just how good that is. Um, very nifty. This is um, this is Stan Lee, as he would probably appear now. Um, I actually thought most of it was quite nifty. Like there's a, um, a few swap-out hands, one holding a pen for, for signing stuff, but then... Uh, there's actually a couple of web shooter hands, which uh, I thought was a, a nice little touch. Hmm. Obviously, I'm the only one.
0: Yeah, uh, well, you know, I, I, have, <laughs> I have feelings about Stan
2: Feelings. I, don't I have feelings. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great members-only jacket, though. Yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he comes with a few swap-out hands, comes with uh, his regular glasses, his sunglasses, and one of those... Um, directors chairs with his name emblazoned on it and uh, he'll be out uh, probably uh, well third quarter 2016 and hot toys are pretty good with those dates so we shall see all are right you gonna, are you going to buy this uh, i don't know i've got plenty of bits and pieces <coughs> of um, you know Stanley oh, Stan. i don't know that <laughs> don't know that you, i need a 12 inch old man
2: you know you're going <laughs> to buy it we, we we all know
3: it's
1: just a matter of when
0: haven't you already haven't. bought one one six scale stand?
1: No, that was the one oh. from um, 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 Go Hero, I think. But you didn't buy that. Nah. Really? Okay.
3: Hmm. I'm shocked.
1: Well, I've given up on the Funko Pop Finals because they've gone berserk with those. Yeah. And uh, they're they're now up to number three. Oh, I'm sorry, wave three with no individual numbering. So and they're the, so, they're the green ones.
2: So so um. Ben, you're you're like just throwing all sorts of wrenches in into the works. You, you you're not buying Stanley. Your your statues are fitting in bases, and you know what's going on in your world. I know. Uh
1: Still just building up to let me down. Okay. So my my next statue is bound to be a disaster to make up for the Hulk. So yeah, we'll see. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that uh, wraps up our articulated news, and uh, we'll be right back with the next installment of the AV podcast game Name That. Hi, my name is. What? My name is. What? My name is. <coughs> <coughs> name's Why? My name is. What?
3: My name is. <coughs> <coughs> my name is. Uh, <coughs> uh, <coughs> my name is. <coughs> my, my name is. Excuse <coughs> me. <coughs> my name is. <coughs> Can I have the attention yeah. of the class?
1: Now it's time for everybody's favorite podcast game, name that. Our good friend John, aka Engineer Nerd from com, presents us with an action figure sound, and the aim of the game is to guess where it's from. And he's here with us tonight, so take it away. There he is.
2: Okay, well, last week we heard the, oh, we didn't hear a sound now, did we? No. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, maybe I read something, and maybe I read something like this. Uh, sturdy die-cast metal renderings of the famous blank. Four colorful, fascinatingly detailed figures, five inches tall. All feature mysterious moving parts and exciting accessories. Weapons, shields, and even rockets. No batteries needed. Four color window packages, if you're wondering. So, did you guys have any guess? Guesses? Guesses?
0: I, I was guessless. I just <laughs> put,
2: yeah. the mysterious moving parts threw you off, didn't it?
0: Something like that,
2: for sure. Cops. It's got to be cops. That's actually a guess. I could see hmm. that. I could see that, but it's not cops. It's so polite when you're wrong. Well, I try to be. <laughs> I, I, I like to encourage people to come back and you know guess again. So, <laughs> um. Our good friend Hellbot actually got this one again. Um, that's two weeks in a row. He, he's, he's two and 0 on the, uh, the red out description ones. And he guessed that these were the, uh, five inch die cast Shogun warriors. I'm so low. these were very small versions of the, you know, the, the die cast. Uh, they were metal and, uh, obviously they're die cast and they had little firing weapons and fists and stuff. So. Um, pretty cool stuff, you know. Definitely <laughs> has that that Japanese flair to it, um, for sure. So, uh, good job, Hellbot, though. Uh, I, I,
1: yeah, nice. I think I've ever even seen them.
2: And I think he actually said that he had one. Maybe I can't remember. Mm. Um, but uh, and then there were actually little three-inch ones that came with vehicles as well. So uh, I remember a few kids having these back in way back in the when. Um, hmm. but not too many. Uh, I had one large Shogun Warrior, and I had Godzilla, so um, I didn't have any of the little ones. But now I'm looking at these, and I'm thinking they're kind of cool, and maybe I need to go look for one. Damn podcast. Oh. always going to cost me podcast money. Podcast writer. Yeah. <laughs> you anyway. said
1: you can't learn something on this show.
2: Yeah. Um, I actually want to go back and get the large, large one I had, but... i I can't afford it right now so (laughs) it's one of those deals and i'd love to have a godzilla um but that's just me and i'm not buying the repro one because that was just way too much money for that anyway (laughs) we will we will read a new one because hellbot said that he likes this and again if you guys like this or you will mix it up probably and throw some commercials in in the near future because i have a couple that i found and um have been suggested to me, so you know, you'll we'll return to that here soon. But this week we're going to read one out, and uh, this one reads as, an arsenal of bombs and missiles is carried below its canard wings. Winch operates to manually lift figures out of danger. Includes pilot. 1899. Hmm. Interesting. An arsenal. So, Ben, if I heard that description Mm. and I thought I knew what it was, where would I go?
1: www.afbforum.com. You would head to the generalized section and look for the
2: name that thread. He he did much better than Adam did last week. (laughs) 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 It happens if you get it right.
0: Uh, fireworks this week, yeah, they, like, <laughs> um, posted to you, yeah,
3: and then, and you then open You open the can, bomb, yeah.
0: Yeah, the, well, oh, no, you can set them off yourself, it's not like a bomb or anything, um, but, uh, yeah, but if, maybe you could video, uh,
2: so that we can see, that would be cool. <laughs> Unless your name's Sid, and you're gonna strap it to an action figure. Uh, That'd be bad. Um, and if you'd rather play the picture version, which I haven't posted a new one this week, but, uh, I will try this week for sure. And you can go over to tvandfilmtoys.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays and play a picture version. There's plenty of them to go back and look at if you haven't been there before. <laughs> it's That's actually cool. crazy. I was actually looking back through like all the pictures and stuff that, uh, that I've done that for and, you know, all the sounds and it's kind of crazy. I mean, we're, we're almost at episode 200 and I think we started doing this, you know, around episode 20, 15, something like that. Yeah. It's kind of, kind of crazy to think about. So thank you guys for everybody out there for their support. I appreciate it. Yeah. Nice work.
3: Very good.
1: All right. Well, thank you, sir. And coming up next is our toy of the week.
3: into a primal rage but be warned these guys don't just kick butt they slam it crush it
2: and trash it and now they're even bigger Poor, tasty follower figures take a bite out of their killer appetite. now even more rage is in your hands with primal rage and super rage action figures from playmates
1: now it's time for one of our feature segments, Toy of the Week. Each episode, we take turns looking at one toy or collectible in detail, and it might be a new release or it might be a favourite or bizarre item from our collection. And, Scott, you have something very new.
0: I do. Now, we've known for a little while uh, that Kotobukiya was releasing a line of their Artifacts 1 tenth scale statues that was a uh, superpowers line. And uh, if you are not familiar with superpowers, well, where have you been? Um, But back in the uh, mid-80s, the Kenner Toy Company that no longer lives um, released a line of DC Comics-related toys called Superpowers that was a uh, tie-in three-and-three-quarter line that went along with a uh, comic book. um, And... Uh, While the toys certainly, um, looking back on them, were not of stellar uh, production or quality, um, they are quite iconic, and people in the collection community tend to have a love-hate, love or hate relationship with (laughs) um, them. Um, Superpowers was the uh, line that got me into comics. Really, Um, you know, I'd watched the Super Friends cartoon. I um, knew those characters, and so it was that that appealed to me about the initial line, but it was the other characters in the line and the awareness of the um, comics that actually led me to comics. So it's quite an influential thing for me. Um, now, in the last couple of years, uh, doing a superpowers line seems to be have become almost mandatory for every toy company um, after years of no... Um, Uh, reproductions or um, other things in the uh, 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 pipeline. And uh, we've got everything from um, statues to uh, gentle giant jumbo additions to micro additions, etc. And uh, this is uh, as I said, a one-tenth scale PVC statue line that is a bit different from some of the other Um, superpowers lines out there at the moment um, and some of which I knew and some of which um, after having looked at these three figures now was a bit of a surprise to me so the first figure in the line um, that came out was Superman and I think he has been out for a little while uh, but only just recently made it to Australia along then with Green Lantern and Flash in quick succession. So I've actually picked all three of these up in the last fortnight, um, all from the Zing chain, but each one um, not only from a different Zing, but from a Zing in a different state. (laughs) Not because I have been running around Australia trying to find them, just because I travel for work and that's how I roll. Um, The Superman is the first in the line, and he comes with um, some extras that the others don't, but I'll, I'll start with our traditional structure with packaging and uh, go from there. So the surprises for me with this line started right with the packaging. Um, th- knowing that these were uh, a Kodo PVC line, that they were Artifacts line, um, I was expecting packaging similar to either the Bishojo line or the DC... Uh, the show. <laughs> I'm friends with that guy again, by the way. He obviously doesn't ah. listen to the show. So there you go. Yeah. Um, the uh, And uh, I really like the um, Artifacts DC line. Um, the New 52 line with their really see-through packaging um, where you can you know see the piece and if you wanted to display it in the packaging, you could and still really enjoy it. The Bishojo line has window boxes so you can see the piece, but this is not a window box. Um, it is a, a four-color box that is designed to look like the card of the original Superpowers line. Um, and in fact, has a photo of the um, statue in a, a bubble that actually, when you take a photo of it, really almost looks three D. So it's quite kind of cleverly done, um, but you can't actually see in. So that I don't that doesn't really bother me. I, I really like the packaging. It was just kind of not what I was expecting when I was started to look for these in the in the shops. Um,
2: Go ahead. You know the the wear on the box when i was flipping through your pictures.
0: Yeah, I,
2: I, the simulated wear. I I thought that was actually shipping damage.
0: No, no. To the so, box. Yeah, so they're they're done in this kind of you know vintagey style where there's a bit of um, faux wear on the side, like paint rub, etc. And then if you if you have a look. Um, uh, these I've got a photo album up on our Facebook page. Um, when you turn them on the side, they're actually they've got a kind of image as if it's like three carded figures um, stacked on top of each other, which is really cool. And then on the back, it has a version of the. Um, uh, original Superpowers card that showed the figures that were coming. Um, so we know that besides these three, there is a Batman and Robin coming, and then we have we don't see pictures yet, but it also teases on the back of the box that Hawkman, Aquaman, and Wonder Woman are coming as well. Um, so we know we're getting at least that many in this line. Um, these are sculpted by Nenya Mucho, Noyuya Mucho. Sorry. And uh, they are, um, in that one-tenth scale, they are pretty much um, on par with the DC uh, New 52 artifacts. Um, Maybe a tiny little bit taller, um, a little bit stockier, but they they do scale uh, with those. So then, when you open um, them up, that's where the surprises continue. So I opened Superman first, being the first one, and uh, whatever I was expecting to be inside, this was not it. This is the strangest... Interior packaging of anything I've ever seen. It is a white card um, with very complex folds in it um, that make it almost impossible for you to actually just get him out without damaging him. Um, he is got. He's attached to this by twist ties. Um, you have to unfold it, and you almost have to kind of lay him face down in order to do the twist tie. So the whole time I was worried that I was going to um, damage the figure or rub the paint because I couldn't kind of just do it holding it. Um, he Superman comes with an extra piece um, and it says, because he was the inaugural figure, he comes with a bonus. And that is the superpowers figures all had a, a an action, a, you know, a uh, power well, what do you call them? Action feature. Action feature, thank you. And uh, with Superman, you squeezed his leg and he did a punch um, with his uh, left, right hand. And so Superman comes with two pieces. His right arm uh, pops off and then he has a uh, piece that simulates the um, raising of the arm. So you can see kind of three arms with a wavy thing in between. And I think that this will be used by toy photographers forevermore to make obscene jokes um, because it looks, looks quite strange. Um, so the whole kind of shtick of these is that they're meant to be like uh, statue versions of the figures. And so while they're not articulated, they come they have been sculpted to look as though they are articulated. So you can see um the lines around the arms and the then leg articulation um but and uh, a bit of knee articulation although not as defined but here's the thing these are not just sculpted scaled up versions of the figures these are new sculpts with the uh, with more detail um, you know with, Musculature with a much more modern uh, looking um, kind of um, representation with the, I guess, colors and deco of the superpowers figures. So I think that's either going to make these something that, you know, a superpower fan doesn't want because they're not faithful enough, or might actually broaden the appeal because, as much as, you know, those of us that Uh, have nostalgia for the Superpowers line, Um, love those figures, when you look back at them, I mean, they're not highly detailed, great toys. Um, They they are pretty uh, plain. And so that's something that I really had not taken in until I actually got these in hand and thought, gosh, I don't remember the Superpowers figures being that, you know, kind of ripped and detailed and then Look back at photos and thought, oh, they weren't. (laughs) I remember what those were. I've still got a couple of them. Um, So for me, I actually quite like that because I think um, that just like scaled up versions of them, like the um, gentle giant jumbo figures that they're doing, we've talked about those quite a bit, that, yep, they're fun for nostalgia, but they are uh, oversized versions of pretty... Um, slightly detailed figures, and that kind of larger version of it just kind of shows all of the faults of that. So this, to me, is actually quite fun because it, they definitely evoke superpowers, but they're not beholden to an exact reproduction of the figures. Superman is the only one that comes with the action feature. The others... Um, are just static statues with that kind of sculpted articulation look. Superman does come with the cloth cape that um, the original figure came with, but unlike the original figure that had all of the cloth capes on the superpowers figures had little collars that attached to the neck of the figure, this cape is actually tucked in um, to looks kind of a much more realistic Superman sort of cape where you can still see... You know, a, a bit of his bare neck, etc., and it's tucked into his um, uniform. Um, Green Lantern comes with his uh, lantern and is a separate piece, a, an accessory. And Flash doesn't come with any extra gear. Um, I had another surprise waiting for me with the uh, when I opened the Green Lantern figure, because unlike the Superman figure with the funky um, white cardboard that is really not collector friendly, um, and twist ties and the whole um calamity green lantern and flash come with that kind of standard kotabakiya reverse clamshell um which makes that totally reusable and uh, reusable packaging so i really i do not understand why the superman packaging has been done in the way that it's been done um, these are a lower price point. Um, you know, they're kind of going for uh, around you know, s- somewhere in the mid 30 dollars US. Um, I paid just a bit over fifty five Australian for these. I've seen them in Australia for as much as eighty nine. Um, so definitely shop around if you are in Australia and looking for these. Um, uh, so Zing, Zing is selling them for in the mid fifties. Don't pay much more than that. Um, and obviously the packaging reflects that, but why Superman would be different, I do not know. Um, Quality-wise, these are uh, like the production is fantastic, the paint is great. Um, in the same way that with all of the uh, DC New 52 artifacts statues I've got, I haven't had any um, QC complaints. None on these either. Um, they, they don't come with stands, um, which again, again, I think reduces the price point and is unnecessary because they do stand, you know, quite, quite beautifully. Um, th- there's only one thing beside the Superman packaging. There's only one thing about these that, um, I do think is a little bit strange. And that is that they have all, they're all sculpted, um, with the, the faces quite at an angle looking down. So when like when they're sitting on the desk, um, here and because they're not articulated, I can't raise them up. They all kind of look really sad, like they're looking down at the ground, you know, like they <clears> dropped <throat> something or someone's fallen over, and uh, you know, I, I, and you can see when you actually look at the side-on view that they've all been sculpted with their chins kind of quite tucked in to their necks, and I, I think that's quite bizarre. It means that even when they're when, when they're standing. Uh, on the shelf at eye level, then it looks fine, but anything else um it actually is a little bit kind of odd that that they're really um have been sculpted quite strangely to be tucked in like that um uh, people are either gonna get these or not get them you know they are basically an action figure size and they look articulated, and so the temptation constantly is to pick them up and try and Um, you know, move them around, but they don't move. Um, But I I quite get them. I think that um, particularly because they are, uh, you know, I think an homage to the superpower stuff and not beholden to reproducing it exactly, they're kind of, you know, real classic sort of, um, you know, those uh, Garcia Lopez, um, you know, 70s, 80s, um, DC, uh, versions of the characters that are still so iconic. Um, it's almost like getting statue versions of those. And so if that continues, I think this could be quite fun, um, to continue to collect. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I guess, you know, I'm definitely happy that I got them. Um, I'll, I'm gonna give them just a generic dolly rating. I'm not gonna rate them individually because there's not enough to talk about for each one. Um, but, you know, I think, that um, I'm going to take a point off for the tucked in chins because I actually think they're quite strange. And I feel like that's something that if I was, you know, art directing these, I might've picked up and said, you know, why, why have you done that? Because, you know, I think when they actually, then it just limits their kind of um, displayability in a sense. And anyone who listens to my reviews know, I have an issue with statues looking down and, um, And I gotta grab a
3: point. Do
2: you you look down on your nose at them?
0: (laughs) I do, I do. I just think it's a, you know, I think that when you see uh, a great um, statue, and I'm just looking over at my ones I've got on display here, then it doesn't really matter what angle you look at them from. Their faces are accessible, and you know, to me, that's something I, I think that, um, you know, you, you that is not hard to take into account, and I think that when that is missed, um, it is it's just it's a, uh, an unnecessary limitation then placed on how you can use and display them. So, and I've got to take a point for that Superman packaging because I don't know what. Uh, yes, he's got an extra piece, um, but there's when you look at those reverse clamshells and the Bishojo stuff, um, they are quite capable of accommodating extra pieces in those. I don't know why they couldn't have used that nice thing for that, because, you know, that then means that, you know, he there's there's no way to put that back together. You didn't have to tear it to take it apart, but there's no way that you'd ever assemble it again. Um and twist ties are evil.
2: Um Is it because of the cape maybe?
0: Yeah, I just don't get why that's necessary. Like it's a it's just a nice little fabric cape. There's no reason why it needed all of that. I mean you've got the the extra um you know action feature um arm taped to the back of the um cardboard thing, but there could have been a space for that. I just don't get it. Um so I'm obviously there was a reason so they decided to do it, but I just think it's strange. But I'm gonna give these a solid eight. Um definitely going to keep picking them up. I think they're great fun and uh look forward to seeing what they do with the line.
2: I really like the Batman.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to Batman and Robin.
2: Um, I, I don't I'm not a fan of robin in the boy shorts thing so um i prefer my robin to wear pants but i I do like that batman because um that's you know just one of those it's the batman that i grew up with you
3: know yeah
0: well i think that's the thing about these like i said because they are um a bit more detailed um you know they yes they've got the superpowers label but i think they could end up being just really nice classic versions of these characters. I think Wonder Woman will be an interesting um, one because that that's got quite a the, the Superpowers of Wonder Woman you know has quite a distinctive um, kind mm-hmm. of look to it. And so how they keep her true to uh, superpowers but kind of modernize her will be interesting.
2: Yeah, I really dig the dig the Batman. And the Batman and Robin are shown standing on discs almost like they're on stands. So
0: Is that it's on the weird. Are you looking on the that packaging on the back or are you looking at other No,
2: I'm looking interests. at a pre-order page.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, I, mm. I, I was a bit surprised these didn't come with stands because the others have, but I don't use them unless I have to because they they tend to be quite blocky, but the, yeah, the others have got that magnetic um uh, stuff in the bottom so that they adhere to the base um, but these um, do not the, interestingly it does look like maybe they might have had space for them so I don't know I, I did think when these first were announced that I didn't think that it was just Superman that was going to come with that action feature mimicking piece um, hmm. also, some of them I don't know how you would do it like Flash running or Aquaman kicking that would be pretty lame um, but yeah not not that I would display them anyway that the, the Superman one just
1: looks too weird I was just really surprised at that Superman packaging uh, I thought it was very kind of primitive yeah uh, very I just, kind of last decade or, yeah. or, or earlier
0: I just it feels like obviously they had some you know things to solve about oh he's got a cape and um, he's got this extra piece so how do we handle that But they, Mm. whoever was in charge, I don't think did a very good job.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And it's very unlike them because one of the things that I think that um, Kodo has been doing, you know, with these different lines, is actually doing some really kind of new, innovative things with packaging.
1: Mm. But obviously,
0: Mm. whoever spearheaded that was had the day off when these decisions were made.
2: Truism. (laughs) Well, very good Mr. Scott I think we will be right back after this With um, maybe what we got in this week Impossible, the Hall of Justice under attack Batman behind bars New from Kenner's superpowers collection Hall of Justice playset Some assembly required Vehicles and figures sold separately We're
1: all here because we collect And feeding the addiction Is where we take the time to check in with each other And discuss any new acquisitions or pre-orders we've made And uh, John, you're letting the team down well, I'm not here because I collect.
2: I just like you guys. That's the only reason I'm here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's just been a fake collector to try and, yeah. you know, ingratiate just, himself to us. Yeah,
2: just keeps
1: hanging around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mister Scotty, you picked up a whole bunch of superpowers figures. Any uh, pre-orders? Anything interesting like that? Uh, I just pre-ordered my archu No, what is he? R 5 yeah
0: rrrd 4 5 5 Yeah, R R R D four five R five. Yeah, R five D four. Um, during name that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like how you're so committed that you you have to have something for this segment. So um, what, yeah, I'm like, got, well, I've got nothing else to something... say. I
0: better spend hundred. <laughs> no,
1: um,
0: I just realized, gosh, I haven't paraded him that slack. So, uh, and sideshow makes it I, so easy for me to spend my money with them that. I,
2: I work tens of minutes every week trying to come up with new name that's, and you're over there. Oh, I'm going to go shopping. <laughs>
0: It's
1: sad and funny all at the same time. Um, <laughs>
0: I have a uh, Batwoman bombshell statue waiting for me at All-Star Comics.
1: Um, oh, do, do open it up and have a look.
0: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, All-Star are really good in that they always have checked them over beforehand and they are very picky. So mm. are they actually... Um, Post because you know how you have had your own experience of having to smash stuff that you know was being replaced, and they have actually posted stuff on YouTube of them having parties smashing the stuff that, like, you know, they (laughs) like a a lot of it has been DC collectible stuff that you know where they've got it and it's broken and they'll just say. Yeah, you just need to show us that it's broken and we'll replace it because they don't want to spend the money to send it back to the states. That's, yeah. And so they've actually got Ultra has got YouTube videos of having statue smashing parties. Um, so <laughs> I'm pleased that I got mine through them because yeah, that that's why I have stopped pre ordering um, yeah. the DC stuff. Although I've you know I haven't had a, the the last few bombshells have been pretty good, so it's a bit of a worry to hear that there are quality concerns with Batwoman, but. Mm-hmm. all going well i should get her this week
1: nice nice very what good. about you ben um yes well i pre-ordered the sideshow uh, one six scale punisher oh yes action figure and mm-hmm. uh, i wasn't on the show when um it was in the news and solicited and i was um very impressed the uh the portrait was really really nice uh I liked the, it was an interesting mix of um, modern and classic with the, the white boots and white gloves, but with the sort of the more modern costume. Wasn't a fan of the, um, that exclusive uh, submachine gun weird thing that he came with seems very odd and something that I don't think the Punisher would use. So it was an easy pass on uh, ordering that from Sideshow, so I'll pick that up locally. Um, but I also picked up one of the new uh, Mezco uh, Mortal Kombat 6-inch figures, and I picked up Scorpion. So when um, I used to play the game uh, at length, I was always playing Scorpion, so I thought hmm. I'd pick one up, and I might um, check it out on a future Toy of the Week.
3: Cool.
2: Talk about Do that one. Want... What? i trying to pre-order the Batman. <laughs> oh, I don't have my card what? down here.
1: <laughs> and this is the uh, the e shopping episode. That's right. Of the yeah. Action Figure Blues. Yeah. So,
2: but just to prove I was paying attention, I always played a Sonia Blade.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All
1: right. Well, that was pretty short and sweet. And yeah. I guess if no one has any other items to report, um, we might award another red card to something or someone in the toy universe. Dun dun dun. <laughs>
2: What is this, bizarro world?
1: Red Carded is a chance to poke fun at the WTF moments in our hobby, be they unusual announcements, a complete fail action figure, or something worse. And uh, we saw something interesting this week, didn't we, Scotty? Uh,
0: Interesting, yes, in the... (laughs) Yes, the the rounded uh, use of interesting... (laughs) um so those of us that have been around the dc action figure collecting traps for a while have been through the ups and downs of various uh toy lines and um you know back in the dc direct days we struggled through uh lack of articulation um strange character selection unfinished uh lines and, uh, varying scales and quality control issues, and then lived through the glory days of the Mattel DC Universe, uh, classics line, um, may it rest in peace, um, (laughs) that died an ugly and horrible, uh, death before finally petering out, and, uh, Part of being a universe builder obviously means that you never feel like your collection is complete. So you're always, you know, looking for what might be next. And um, recently. Uh, DC Collectibles. Well, actually, quite some time ago, DC Collectibles announced that they were going to come out with a line that seemed like it could be the successor to DC Universe Classics, the DC Icons line. Um, not super exciting character selection. No real, you know, major uh, characters that hadn't been done before, but mm. look like you know similar articulation, really great accessories, etc. And the uh, first wave of those has finally um, hit the shelves, and Lo and behold, while we knew that they were um, in a six-inch... They were apparently in six-inch scale as opposed to the seven-inch scale that the Desacliptables New 52 um, figures were, um, they're actually tiny.
3: Mm, um, tiny. It's yes. an understatement.
0: Yes. So I, I have now seen these in person, and they are really, really nice toys. They are... Re- great um, have got great articulation collector-friendly packaging great accessories but they i would say they're almost
1: in a five inch scale wow but didn't they actually build this as a six inch scale wasn't that the whole yes thing did. that got everybody excited yes that, they you did know, we we talked about this as you know dc collectibles has got their finger on the pulse they know that Mattel has pretty much wrapped up DC Universe, and there's still plenty of holes. Let's crank out some, you know, some old favorites—Batman, Superman, etc.—but we'll sneak in some figures like Atomica that we know people are going to snap up to sort of expand their collections, and then they go and bring them out in
0: teeny an teen undersized scale. Yeah, yeah. So the the first uh, people that got. Uh, their hands on them. Um, posted photos of some of these figures sitting next to the DC Universe uh, figures, and they're almost uh, a head shorter.
3: Mm. So, yeah, they're considerably shorter. Yeah,
0: they they are. And now that I've seen them in person, they are they are quite small. They really are almost like it, it, almost like in a five inch scale. Like it's it's just astonishing. Um, and I think that. CC Collectibles has um, really, really missed uh, an opportunity here. I, I think that these still have the potential to do quite well because there are obviously, you know, a lot of new collectors out there. There are people that, you know, are not um, necessarily trying to add to another collection, um, but perhaps are starting again. And if you were starting from scratch and weren't trying to match these. To another line, then I think that you could quite enjoy collecting these because, like I said, um, quality-wise, I think that they looked great. Um, you know, both from a quality control perspective and just sculpting, um, you know, really decent amount of articulation, it's an Exciting, you know, range of accessories, etc. But for you know people of my vintage and you know Ben's vintage of DC action figure collecting, it's just a yeah. a deal breaker.
1: Yeah, and I can only assume that the female character is going to be minuscule. Like yep. I was really looking forward to, to people like Atomica. Yeah, but if they're even shorter, then they're just going to be midgets. Yep, yep. Mm. So
0: not not sure whether this was by design or whether they've ended up, you know, the, whether they, it's been shrinkage or what. But why they wouldn't scale these to go alongside the DC the Mattel stuff, I just cannot fathom cannot fathom.
1: Yeah, but I mean it, it literally doesn't fit in with anything else like no. there's is, there's is nothing else currently on their shelves that that will then match with
0: nope no nope. I mean and, and the thing is that, that they are build as six inch figures like you know the DC icon six inch figures but I I don't know their ruler obviously shrunk in the wash
1: <laughs> 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 or something well it'll be Thanks. interesting to see how the fans react sorry John
2: things do appear bright bigger in the rearview mirror. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> uh, fair enough.
0: Yep, well, DC Collectibles, you get
1: our red card of the week and boo Hmm. Indeed. Indeed. Alright, well, coming up after that a well-deserved fail is our discussion topic of the week. Making his debut in Batman number one over 75 years ago, I think no supervillain better defines the concept of the arch-enemy than DC Comics' The Joker. Uh, The Crown Prince of Crime, with his uh, maniacal grin and his gaudy outfits, seems like the perfect candidate to make the jump to merchandising. So tonight, we're taking a look at one of the most iconic characters in popular culture with another AFB toy history. And, uh, guys, this is one of those ones that, um, you know, in hindsight, looked like a, a really good idea until we actually sat down to start looking at uh, all the stuff that's come out over the years and wow um i just i guess i just forgot how popular the joker <laughs> is
3: um
1: so look I, uh, I guess a little bit of a, a you know a little asterisk on the end of that um the joker uh toy history and that is that there is um, so much stuff out there that we decided to drop out the movie uh merchandise so uh, jack nicholson heath ledger The recent 1966 Batman TV show stuff and the video game. So, this is, uh, I guess, mainly inspired by um, comic accurate type of thing and also uh, the odd sort of Batman animated series thrown in because it's like the greatest TV show ever. Um, All right, well, as we get underway, I guess, um, you know, we've seen the Joker in many different guises. Um, I think one of the, the first major changes I ever saw was sort of the Alex Ross. take on the character which i thought was quite a, an interesting variation but um i guess you know scotty what's what's your version of the joker
0: i'm pretty partial to the brian bolland um kind mm. of crazy killing joke era joker um yep. you know i think I, I i think that you know when we look at the uh, favorite pieces um, yeah, you know, I think that I've got sculptors that I think do Joker really well. I think Tim Bruckner, um, yeah, uh, sculpting the Joker is just a uh, is magic. Um, but I think in terms of on the on the comic side, uh, if I had to pick one, it'd be that Brian Bolland, killing
1: killing joke Joker look. Yeah, mm, very good. Yep, yep. What about you, Mister Nerd? No?
2: You know, I'm partial to like the mid to late 70s Joker. You know, the the, the tails coat and everything. I'll admit, when I was a kid, Joker terrified me. (laughs) Because whenever you would see him on on the cover of a comic, you know, if you were looking at a spinner rack in a gas station or whatever, um, Mm. something awful was always happening to Batman if he was on the cover.
1: Hmm. Yeah, Yeah, You know,
2: Batman was never winning on the cover if the Joker was on there. It was always something something just bad happening. And and he always looks so crazy compared to, you know, all of the other covers you would see. So, uh, mm. um, I, you know, I, I, the, the Joker just kind of creeped me out as a kid, to be honest. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Hmm. yeah. That's actually a very good point. What have what yeah, you been? I guess for me, it's always been, um, I mean, I, I, I I sort of grew up really liking the, the Neil Adams Joker. Um, of one of the things that really stands out for me, I'm trying to remember which issue um, of Batman it was. Um, there's that famous scene when Batman gets dumped into the aquarium full of water with the chains wrapped around him and the shark is um, coming at him. But um, when the Joker's standing there and with his back to the aquarium and the shark swimming up to the, the glass and you know, the Joker says, um, you know, you can see the resemblance between the two of them. And that's always sort of stood out to me. So the Neil Adams um, Joker is is one that I quite like. But yeah, certainly Brian Boland um, also brings that, that look. I, I think for me, you know, you, there was a certain point where we got to where we crossed over from um, the goofy sort of clown to that really sinister feel. Where we we were really trying to sort of um, you know portray the Joker as as the genuine crazy psychopath, and uh, hmm. I think that, that that comes out in a lot of the merchandise. There's one piece in particular which we'll talk about um, in, in this toy history that I think defines terrifying. Like I, I really think you know if you actually saw someone that looked like that, you'd run for the hills. Hmm. Um, but um, yeah, we'll we'll get to that, and uh, so. What's um oh yes, yeah, Scotty, what's your favorite version of the Joker that that you have in your collection?
0: Look, I I cannot go past the DC Dynamics Joker statue. I, I love that line. So this uh-huh. is the Tim Bruckner yep, yep. sculpted yeah, kind of high concept line, um, that uh has the characters in um kind of either a flying sort of pose or um, you know, with the energy around them, and the Joker one is really freaky because he's, like, in a big puff of laughing gas, green laughing gas, with little, um, bombs, with Mm, with crazy mm. faces on them, you know, in his hands, and the green Smilex gas billowing up, and then he's just got this insane look on his face. And, um, yeah, yeah. you know, the, uh, as I said, Tim Bruckner, uh, I, Bruckner really goes for the full on rotten teeth, um, you know, crazy kind of look joker, which I you know, is not necessarily th- my favourite, um, you know, but I just, I
2: love
1: it. Absolutely yeah. love it. Can't go past it.
2: Mm, very
1: nice. Well, what about you, John? Are you got prolific Joker collection.
2: You know, I, I actually was looking at this, um, trying to think ahead. I think I only own actually one piece of Joker merchandise, and <laughs> wow. it's actually the the mystery mini, um, which is odd because I probably have maybe ten dozen, you know, not ten dozen, but ten or a dozen Batman figures and stuff.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but I, I think it comes back to that, you know. Um, just I was terrified of him as a kid. Huh. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't want him staring at me. Clowns don't bother <laughs> me, but um, out of all of them, though, I think one of my favorite pieces is the uh, Legends of the Dark Knight, the Laughing Gas Joker, because that one's the one that has the big oversized suit on, but you actually can take that suit off, and he's he's holding a bomb underneath oh, it. Ah, yes, huh. yes,
3: yes, I, yeah, I,
2: I actually yeah. really like that figure. Um, that that's one that's always stood out to me. Not that I have yeah. it, but it's always yeah. stood out.
1: And, yeah. and you, Ben? Yeah, I actually had to think about this, and for me, it's probably the original one from the the Batman the animated series. It's um just a very plain. He's got the purple suit, and he's got that huge um huge orange gun with a huge sort of I don't know, whatever it is. It's like a flamethrower or something, and there's a big um, fuel tank on his back. And I think the reason for that is um. I didn't realize that came out so long ago. It came out in 1992, uh, and so I was sort of doing a bit of a, a think back. And this was the line that actually got me into collecting toys as a as an adult collector. Um, you know, obviously I had toys as a kid. Um, you know, grew out of them, blah blah blah. But then, when the Batman animated line came out, I was enjoying the cartoon, and yeah, so this this dragged me into, I guess, being an adult collector. So. That was um, yeah the yeah. first Joker figure I picked up, and I've still got him today. Cool. So he's still around. Now, so. But um, all right, well, moving on. We oh boy, when we started putting this list together, um, as I said, we we left out a, a few of the different um, parameters, uh, and there's still an awful awful lot of stuff out there. But oh, yeah. uh, kicking things off, amigo. I, I just assumed that there would be a amigo Joker, uh, and as it turns out, there was. But um, there's actually uh, a couple of things uh, in addition to the, the Mego figure that we know and love. There was a, a Mego bend and Flex figure, um, which was kind of, you know, a bit on the, the goofy side. And I guess we can consider that an action figure because, you know, you can do stuff with it. Um, but in 1975, there was actually a figure by Mego called Comic Action Heroes. And um, boy, is it bad. I don't know whether, you know, just really showing our age here. But, um, yeah, it's actually quite a a tiny little figure and doesn't look like it features a whole lot of action. I think uh, this was a three and three-quarter figure
2: that came out. that is the – let me see if I can remember how this goes. Those particular ones, pocket action, um, one of them had straight legs and one of them had the bent legs. Uh, I think they may have made versions of both for Joker and uh the bent leg version is yeah they're little disformed little things um i had a couple of those but then i have a straight leg like, batman um but yeah the the joker actually um was pretty popular with me cuz he was one of the big bad guys you know in the 70s mm-hmm. he even had his even had his own van for the you know the cloth suited one so, yeah yeah yeah
3: yeah that's
0: really strange someone just someone only today posted a photo of the Green Goblin comic action hero on our Facebook page <laughs> and so when I was looking at that Jugger thing I was like I've seen that already today I'm like oh far out um, <laughs> so until today I couldn't have I wouldn't have ever known that that line even existed
2: yeah there I, you go. I had a couple of those when I was a kid I want to say I had uh, Captain Marvel or Shazam depending on what what you mm. subscribe to um, but I had him what oh, and... he
0: subscribe to <laughs> yeah.
2: Um I don't know if I had Batman. Like I said, I've got the straight leg Batman. I wanna say I had Wonder Woman in that line as well. Good stuff though. Mm. Good stuff.
1: Yeah, well after Migo it was fairly quiet for a while and then we moved into Kenna, and that was obviously um mainly to do with the uh the Batman animated series, but there's some bits and pieces that Kenna did. Um that must have been Kenner on, on sort of the way out, and, I mean obviously the, the Star Wars stuff was. Yeah, but those with.
0: superpowers before the Batman animated stuff would have been the their first mm. Kenner Joker.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That um, laughing gas one that you mentioned, John, uh, the last, sorry, the laughing laughing man.
2: No, that's oh. the laughing gas one. The Laugh laughing guess. man one is a little different, I believe, yeah. Big that's the hat. pirate
1: one, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's the goofy pirate one with that really bizarre sideways hat that doesn't. Yes, that's a very peculiar figure. That one. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, did you guys pick up any of the Batman animated? Scott, was that something that? Um, no, no. I mean, I mean there certainly was variations.
0: Yeah, I was totally off the off the radar in this space during that
1: uh, time period.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was kind of in that same spot. Yeah.
1: So moving on then after, well, actually around the same time, um, Toy Biz also had a, a bit of a go at a, a couple. And uh, do you remember the, the Toy Biz four and three quarter inch
2: figure? Maybe. Are, they, are those the
0: I... ones with the gold cards or are they the. Yeah.
2: Okay. They're the semi yeah. movie, semi not movie.
1: It was kind of like, let's tie it into the movie, but the figures don't look anything like the characters from the film. <clears throat> very peculiar. Yeah. And um, the Toy Biz um, Joker one is horrid. It's um, a very poor Actually, figure. See, I dig
2: that. I dig that. I, I think is, really? that's...
1: When we get to Classic our user feedback
0: figure. thing, this is one that someone listed as their favourite Joker.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan of that at all. It's fe- I mean, it's very awkward. Like He's got the high-pants syndrome and... Mm, <laughs> not not feeling that one at uh, at all. But um, hmm. what about the uh, Hasbro DC heroes?
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. This is one that mm. snuck
1: up on me. I must admit, I I had never seen this figure before. No, um,
0: I didn't know that Hasbro had really done DC stuff.
1: No, no, this was obviously well in advance of um. What was the series before DC Universe? Was it DC Super,
0: uh, mm. DC Supergirls?
1: Yeah.
2: I wonder. But, um, I wonder uh, if uh, that was maybe at the end of Kenner, in the start of when they kind of transferred over between Kenner and Hasbro. Mm.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah. Well, this is actually quite an interesting figure. I mean, aside from being sort of the the first go that. Um, Actually no, I was just thinking of the yeah, the Hasbro one. Yeah, like the, as I said, this is not a figure I actually remember seeing anywhere. But um not long after that it was time for D C Direct to start getting involved and um, wow. So I, I did not yeah. realize they had made this many figures. Um in fact, I don't think we've even got them all. I think no. there's just um yeah, I just kept going, oh, I'd forgotten about that figure. Oh, I'd forgotten about that figure. Oh, yes, I remember that figure. It came with the such and such. Oh, yeah, that's the one with the removable hat. But, um, yeah, Scotty, <laughs> you were quite um, quite a DC Direct collector. Indeed. What are the ones that stand out for you?
0: Uh, I think that the Hush um, Joker, I mean, that, that Hush line uh, is a, a beautiful um, piece, but I think that the Hush Joker is one of the weirdest um, Joker figures uh, just, mm. yeah, you know, got quite a bizarre, um, head sculpt that
3: uh, mm.
0: Mm. I'm i so, probably
1: going to get murdered by fans of the Jim Lee here, but, um, I've never been a fan of the Jim Lee Joker or sort of that, uh, you know, yeah. the, the Tim, Tim Sale, elongated nose kind of.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. okay no. with it. Yeah. I, I think in terms of my favorite DC direct Joker's. The uh, one would have to be the Silver Age um, one Mm. that came in the two-pack with Batgirl. So very early DC Direct, they did a whole bunch of Silver Age two-packs. And, you know, Batman and Robin, Batwoman and Batgirl, Penguin and Catwoman and uh, Joker and Batgirl. And those, I think, remain, um, you know, some of the really uh, certainly not best in terms of articulation, etc., but they came with some nice accessories and really nice, uh, sculpts. Um, you know, the, quite a few, uh, Alex Ross, uh, different, yeah. you know, interpretations. And I think that the, the justice Alex Ross, um, is definitely a popular figure. Um, again, I think the
1: pose, uh, the pose for me is quite amazing. I oh think yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, makes it an in-action figure but the the fact that he's got his walking stick in front of him with his hands resting <laughs> on it is a is a stunning pose i, yeah. I think this is quite a, an amazing figure because it's also got those you know that that realistic feel to it um but in in terms of fails uh, i think the dc direct 13 inch um figure is just horrendous um that those googly eyes uh <laughs> I'm not quite sure what they were trying to capture here. I, actually, to me, it feels like they were trying to capture the, um, uh, what was the original, what was it, Conrad Conrad Veidt or whatever from The Man Who Laughs? That was the original inspiration for the Joker. It really felt uh-huh. like they were trying to capture something yeah. like that, but it's just a very bizarre-looking head sculpt. Um you know, with the googly eyes and Desire. the really protracted teeth, like the teeth are really sticking out, yeah, out from under the lips, and it's a, a really, really strange looking head sculpt. But, um, no, it doesn't work for me.
2: I, I really dig the uh, vacation joker from the secret files one, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah,
1: yes, yes, very fun, yeah, that, that was very clever. I thought, um that was actually quite sought after for a long time by a lot of people. It was really, really hard to come by. It, uh, it, it sold out um, um, quite quickly. So, okay. And I think um, we got some feedback on our Facebook page. Um, I think it was some um, Mikey Gore said that that was actually his favorite yeah. Joker figure. Yeah. So, yeah, some really interesting stuff from DC Direct. And they certainly, um, you know, given that the... DC Direct was so known for the artist-inspired stuff, you've certainly got many a choice for
2: Indeed. your Joker.
1: I think the um, the Long Halloween one is another one that I, I'm not a fan of at all, um, at all. But uh, it's good to see that everything you know old is new again with the um, the new Batman animated six-inch figure as well.
0: Yeah. I, I, so. I think, too, that the Batman uh, stuff, in terms of the artist-specific stuff that DC Direct did, made sense much more than a lot of the other artist-specific stuff that they kind of devolved to because Mm. uh, i think that the batman kind of world has got really um is very defined by the iconic artists so you know the long halloween you know tim sale stuff I, i agree with you that's not my cup of tea but if people really um love that well then there's your joker action figure you know like so yeah. it makes a lot more sense to me than some of the other kind of crazy stuff that they did
2: can i just say Absolutely. right now that i hate the new 52 joker
0: oh the um the one with the face think yeah, yeah i'm with you i just well, see I, think... I,
2: I had actually started rereading new 52 Batman and i, I that whole storyline i was like no this isn't for me
1: well, see, I think we've, we've taken another step. You know, we were, you know, I mentioned earlier that we sort of went from the, the goofy clown prince of crime to sort of that, um, you know, an, an updated sort of psychopath. And I think, again, um, you know, the feel for the Joker has shifted for the modern audience and they've take it to, taken it to another level again. And it's obviously not working for you. It's not really working for me either. But um, one of the ones I really like is um, once Mattel uh, kicked in and started doing their DC stuff, Back in um, 2003, they did their, their first Joker figure, which actually predates DC Universe, and they did one called um, Quickfire Joker, and um, I really like it a lot. I think it um, doesn't have that sort of DC Universe feel. I, I guess it does a little bit, but it's got some really nicely hidden joints, but um, a really nice head sculpt, pretty um, uh-huh. simple. They haven't think tried that, to do anything. That
0: actually, um, on our Facebook page, when we asked people, what's your favourite Joker? Uh, somebody posted this picture, and I did not know what it was. So there you go. It's the Mattel <laughs> Quickfire Joker, because it comes with a gr- quite a few accessories too.
1: It does, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some very nice. So yeah, so this is. I think It's actually a pretty standardised Joker. They haven't gone too kind of stylized. It's obviously him in his purple getup with his orange vest, etc. But they're really nifty head sculpt and some um, some groovy accessories. But I'm actually quite a fan of most of the Mattel. Um, Joker figures that they've mm. done. Mm. I, I quite like the Wave Ten one. I think that's the one I actually have on display in my collection, which is kind of a. It's got a bit of a classic feel. It um, they sort of captured that sort of Dick, Dick Sprang. Yeah, how do how can you describe yeah. it? As if they've modernised Dick Sprang's kind of, um, Joker. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, quite a, a nifty one. So um, yeah, thanks to Mattel for those. Um, and they also followed up with their, their Legacy Golden Age figure where, um, you know, Legacy was that sort of attempt to uh, spin off DC Universe classics. And um, But um, then Sideshow had a go with their 1-6 scale figure and you've got this one, don't you, Mr. Scotty?
0: I do. And I th- I just love the head sculpt on mm. this. I think it's just crazy. Um, yeah. So good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> i guess i'm a fan of that outfit too i think you know that that quirky look has always worked for me as opposed to sort of um you know just a a black suit that they seem to be pimping in the, the new ones but um dc collectibles have certainly you know since they evolved out of dc direct um have been cranking out their batman uh their joker figures and yeah i haven't gone out of my way to pick up any of like the greg capullo Designer ones, because um, I think that the Joe was it, the 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 Joe Handyman or whatever they refer to him as, yeah, you know, the Garage Joe Garage Fix It. I don't know whatever his name is. Um, yeah, yeah, not not feeling the love. No,
0: definitely not.
3: Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so, not for them um,
1: Yeah, and and actually, I think the first time I saw that DC Comics supervillains from um. From uh, DC Collectibles, I actually thought it was a custom that they'd taken mm. like a black mask figure and stuck the head on. This is the one where he's wearing the the black trench coat over a white shirt and black pants, um, and that's a, a very sort of updated look. Looks
2: a little moving. bit like Sherlock from TV series.
1: Yeah, moving away from the, the quirky purple suit. Yeah, and,
3: yeah. Um, actually,
1: when uh, when I was having a look for doing some research and came across the um, the DC Collectibles little. Little Gotham Little Lil Lil Gotham, Gotham yeah um, Have we actually picked up any of those? Has anyone picked one up and reviewed it? Or?
0: Not to my knowledge, I have seen them in person but Yeah, they're very
1: this is tiny. one where they, yeah. they look very youthful Yeah um, And uh, the Joker sort of has a bit of a Looks like a little giggling child Which is kind of even more creepy, I guess <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, we will be getting one in the DC Collectibles Icons line. So, um, if you want to add a midget Joker, um, very nice looking figure. One that I was excited about comes with the um, the Tommy gun, the crowbar, um, and of course the Brian bowl and hat. Mm. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how he scales. You'll need a magnifying glass to be able to
3: find mm.
2: it. Or new All glasses.
1: Right. <laughs> 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 it's just give me glasses. That's right, That's and um, if you uh, can't afford the Migo figure, then don't forget that Figures Toy Company also produced uh, an eight-inch retro figure of the Joker, and um, more recently, uh, if you can't get enough um, toy guru love, then Jack Specific uh, produced a twenty-inch jumbo figure as well.
3: I
2: actually so, remember seeing that figure in stores and thinking that it was it was kind of cool for what it was, you know, the Jacks um, one, yeah. 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 It, it was kind of goofy because the the batman's almost more like a video game batman you use the gray and black and mm. he, he looks very dark knight and you got joker here and he looks more almost more like the animated one um yeah so.
1: one looks modern one looks vintage yeah oh eddie couldn't buy that the two pack then could he because no it's way. like split between the two yeah poor guy Mm. All right, well, moving out of the world of action figures, we get to uh, busts and uh, a couple of interesting ones. I can remember when the DC Direct um, half-scale one came out, and I actually thought that was pretty nifty. Um, Yeah. I don't think I ever saw this one in person, though.
0: No. I I mean, there's something a bit strange about that for me, the the angle of the face, where maybe it's the hair or something that just doesn't quite look... um, Mm. You know, when we get to the the there's the sideshow life size, which is I mean just bloody terrifying. That's the thing of your nightmares, isn't it, John? Uh,
2: that's the one. Oh I'm dear mentioning. lord! <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry. <laughs>
3: uh,
2: yeah, that that would
3: terrify me.
0: Uh, there's one that I covet um, in the bust side, and that is the um, very early bust that DC Direct did. Um, had very small uh, bases, so they're quite short by kind of modern standards. Um, But the Joker one um, in that line has got the Joker, and he's got a balloon that is a Batman head, and he's got a pin like he's about to pop it. And um, that was all Tim Bruckner stuff, and I don't have any of those, but that Joker one is one that I often look at on ebay and think oh if that wasn't so expensive to ship from the states i'd
2: buy it <laughs> see that's that's the kind of joker i like yeah more than the, the psychopath i mean he's still crazy and he's still you know insane but he's got that okay i'm gonna have fun with this not i'm doing this because i'm evil i, I guess that's yeah, the yeah, difference yeah. for me yes
1: i understand well if you prefer it Joker bust that is a little bit more modern There was a Villains of the DC Universe bust And uh, This one was a bit of an interesting one In terms of um, They've gone with a, a Very interesting base where he's Coming out of a, I assume it's a jack-in-the-box And popping out Of the jack-in-the-box and he's holding up his hand With um, Batman's cowl on the end Of it and the two fingers poking yeah.
3: through
1: I think that's, um, that's actually a really nice Design but Yeah uh, what? Who else was in this series? I'm just trying to remember. Is this the one with Deadshot and?
0: Uh, no, it's earlier than that. It's. Um, is that? Th- yeah, this is the. Uh, oh, is this? Are you talking about the brand new one, the one that's not out yet, or the earlier? Bust? No, this is. The... So there's the villains of the DC universe. One that's the. Oh, sorry. Yep, I'm with you. So that. Um, uh, be about five years old, I reckon, and. Oh, no. Yep. There's there was a Bizarro, um, I don't know how many other villains. Oh, there was Sinestro as well. Oh, there you go, May two thousand ten. Ah, yeah. yes, yep. yep. The Bizarro. There was an
2: Eddie. <laughs> oh, he's not a villain. Oh.
0: <laughs> Man.
1: <laughs> mm. So, w- what do you think of that one with the holding the cowl up and the the fingers poking through? I-
0: there's something about the the face sculpt on that that I
1: don't yeah. like. I just it's yeah, not one it's, of my favorites. It, it's missing that kind of um, that Joker feel. Like it doesn't seem like it's got the high cheekbones and the the sort of the narrow pointed chin. It's it's almost as if a real person had makeup on. They'd look like this. Um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Mm, I don't know, but um, I don't know the uh, the DC collectibles um, DC supervillains, which is the one that's not out yet. Uh, coming soon is um, a huge depart from the, the, I don't know, the regular Joker that we love with you know yep. the purple coat and the orange vest. It's, yeah, I don't um, get
0: that at all. I don't understand what that's supposed to be, but <laughs> there you go.
1: Yes, it's Joker fully uh, militarized, I guess. Um, he has a, a full um, sort of combat vest on with, uh, you know, with all the various ammo pouches, and he's holding a, a saw... Um, gun, and uh, yeah, I don't know, something a bit different, I guess. I mean, you know, I guess they're thinking outside the box, but uh-huh. I don't know. So, have I just not read the comic that this came from? Or
0: I have no idea.
1: Hmm, all right. Well, finishing off the uh, the bust side of things is what I was talking about at the beginning of the show, and it is the um, the Joker life size bust from sideshow collectibles and uh, i mentioned that this is the definition of terror um and yeah i'm not clicking on that again (laughs) if you know if you wanted to portray the joker as you know the the true psychopath that that would terrify people um then this is it i think you know i've never seen a Uh, joker um portrayed as well as this i mean they they've managed to stick with the classic look with the, um, the purple and the orange and the flower on the lapel and and that sort of thing. Um, but the way the sculptor has captured the eyes and the, the maniacal grin, I think is, um, is perfect. Like this is actually a stunning piece, but, um, gosh, how you could walk past that, you know, of of an evening when you're getting up in the middle of the night to grab a drink. Um, (laughs) I I think it's amazing. I I really like, I like it a lot. I think they've done a, a fantastic job. Uh, you know, the yellow teeth and, um, crooked teeth and all that sort of thing. It's, um, I think it's yeah. it very the, impressive. It's
0: a thing of nightmares, that's for sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But at least it's, but it's done its job. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Very impressive indeed. And then there's the statues. Wow. So, I didn't realize we had so many statues and many. that doesn't even include the multitude of, um, black and whites.
3: Nope.
0: Yeah. There's actually not that many, um, Joker black and whites. There's a uh, the Dick Spring, the Brian Bolland, um and uh, a a Capullo one. Uh, there's a there's a uh...
1: Jim Lee Lee Bameo.
0: Yeah, the Lee Bameo one. That's the one I don't have.
1: Yeah. Mm. I think um, Jim Lee's got two of them. Oh, maybe so. I don't have a Jim Lee. Oh, All very one. nice. Yeah.
3: Mm.
0: Uh, yeah. S- Statue wise, I mean, yeah, you know, DC Direct obviously had uh, quite a few. Um, different uh, versions, and Tim Bruckner sculpted a lot of them, so they've got kind of some similarities, um, mm. you know, to them because he's got a very distinctive um, take. Uh, yeah. But the, uh, you know, I think both um Bakia and Sideshow have obviously had their own go as well and had some really successful pieces. The the Bakia killing joke statue is one that um, I don't personally own but I think is quite a quite an amazing piece
1: oh that's with the creepy cherub getting around on the yeah. face between his legs yep. yeah, very suggestively yeah, yeah, which was the, a... the,
0: the the off-putting bit for me but the mm, um, mm. But itself yeah. and uh, then there's the number one most hated piece of my collection by my family which is my sideshow <laughs> premium format joker
1: Ah, uh, yes, yes
0: they <laughs> he he has to go according to Mrs. Scotty because he's too scary. Mm,
1: he certainly yeah. has the creepy feel for that one, doesn't he? <laughs> I think um I really I, I, I this is the one d.c. premium format statue I don't have, um, and there's just something that's slightly off for me that, and that's the reason I, I've never picked it up, but um they certainly did a fantastic job with the mixed media. Oh. I think you know having the you know porcelain statue that's got this much detail in in the fabric of the costume uh is very impressive indeed. I thought the exclusive was um, very ordinary. Yeah. Which I think is what put me off the original. Yeah. Um I'm with you. Certainly... I do,
0: the exclusive didn't do anything for me, but it is a great yeah. it is a great piece, but it is I have to, you know, agree it is quite creepy. Um mm. and uh particularly because of where I've got these displayed, they're kind of in our hallway and
1: um so I could have it.
0: <laughs> yeah and i mean i do i do get it so it doesn't come up very often it only came up the other night where they're like oh so because i said oh you know aquaman's coming and i'm gonna have to make room and they're like oh does that mean that you get rid of, <laughs> get rid of the joker <laughs> like eh. i think i may actually have to make some decisions there with whether or not i keep doing villains or I get rid of the villains and just have heroes because yeah, you know, there's I don't mm. I have no more display space. I've only got what mm. I've got to work with. So um yep. We'll see. Time will tell.
2: Mm. The uh DC collectibles icons one. You know what it looks like to me? It looks like Ross from Friends cosplaying as the Joker.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's another one of those ones where it looks just, looks like a normal person has applied some makeup. They they sort of yeah, I haven't really captured... Its...
0: No, that whole icons line, I just do not understand. Because like, that is a general giant sculpted line for DC collectibles. Mm. And um, the Flash is probably about the only one that... Like, I have Aquaman because it's Aquaman. And it's not terrible. Um, but, you know, the Flash, because it's got the metallic um, paint, gets away. But even the Firestorm that's come out that, you know, uh, like... It's the first Firestorm statue. It's the kind of character that I really want in my yeah. DC statue collection, but I just can't buy it. It's just too yeah. lame. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, um, one of the first ones on the list here is um, the, the first DC Direct uh, Joker statue, and it's um, I think it was the Shakespeare one. They, they had a, a Shakespeare quote on the box. Um, and it's a. I, I quite liked it. It was uh, the head's slightly out of proportion with the body, but he's sort of got a skull raised up in the air and doing the whole, you know, uh, alas, poor Yorick, uh, Horatio kind of, kind of thing. Um, this was uh, a William um, William Pack Pack. What's his He pronounce his last name. Packett. Um, very nice statue with um, amazing paint. Very very nice paint. Uh, and um, this one I actually sent to Tom in Argentina. I recall. um, Yeah, and they smashed it, so um, he still (laughs) has it in bits. um, It was a very nice statue. I I quite liked it. Uh, Did a a very good job on uh, that one. Um, I was thinking there was one, the the DC Direct Ultimate Showdown is uh, a bit of a a creep one. Do you you remember this? I do, yes. I've
0: got the... um, uh the Superman and Bizarro one of these, because um, they were, the, it, like it's a two-pack of Batman and Joker. Um So they're these kind of um like almost articulated sort of statues where you can mm. make small movements and they were on these bases, whatever it was, a concept that didn't get past uh, three iterations. But, you know. <clears throat>
1: Very odd one, they've reversed some of the colours Like he's yeah, got a yeah, green vest strange. That terrifying face is really sort of got the whole psycho thing Down Yeah, That was a uh, An interesting one mm-hmm. um, One that I came across That I had never seen before Was um, a Coda Bakir one That um, I just called Joker on Throne um, I don't know whether it was something that was done Maybe for a, a foreign market But I certainly don't ever remember seeing it And it's... Um, Quite a detailed one of the Jokers sitting oh on a, a throne um, With Harley standing next to him And uh, it's got sort of a bit of a, I guess, a, a bowl and feel to it but, It's very um, busy It is, there's an awful lot going on I assume the uh, the die that are there the, Or the dice, the die that are pictured next to it Are, um, are just used Actually, no, it must be part of it as well It's nearly 30 centimetres high So that would make them very large but yes, you're right, it's very busy because the throne's kind of detailed and it's sitting on a rug that's quite detailed, on a, on a stone base that's quite detailed. And then there's with kind a of brick a brick wall some, and, a yeah, curtain and a and a curtain sort of draped over it. And then there's Harley with a grenade launcher. Um, very interesting. It must be a um, it must be a PVC statue because it wasn't particularly expensive. But yeah, that's one I, I had never seen before. Oh, huh. it came as a complete surprise to me. One, but certainly worth looking up. Um, having a type Kodabakia Joker, um, that one comes up, so yeah. And uh, we recently talked about the DC collectible bombshells, the Harley Quinn with um, with the Joker. Um, are are you still picking up the bombshells? Is this one that's on your list? Oh, absolutely,
0: because I never got the original Harley Quinn bombshell because I just didn't really fancy it. And so, Mm -hmm. and when I saw this, it's one of
2: my favorites,
0: yeah. Really well, I'm just not a big enough Harley fan, yeah, to begin mm. with. Like, and that was just one that I went, meh, no, I'm not excited. It was before I was because I, I didn't necessarily think I was going to collect the whole line when I when they first came out. No. Um, so, yeah, but that, that I'm glad I waited because I think this is just inspired.
1: The So, this is the one where Harley's dressed as a nurse and she's, um, she's sort of, uh I know bending the joker over and and laying the smooches on him and so you've got the very prominent um you know red lipstick marks all over the joker and he just looks mortified at the idea and uh, yeah this is a fun piece i yeah. like this one can't wait
2: you you know we were talking about uh halloween yesterday at work and one of our inspectors i was talking to her and she's like yeah my son-in-law he made one of his kids uh you know she said he's really kind of into nerdy stuff. And I didn't say a whole lot. And he said, he made one of his kids a Robin costume and it from scratch. And then he made the other one like this Harlequin thing, but I didn't know what it was. And I was uh, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I bet I know. Was it red and, <laughs> you know, red and white and black dots? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: That's so. funny.
3: Yeah. This statue, why, why
0: the Harley and Joker one, is what made me... Decide to pass on the Catwoman one that's just come out Because I'm not really a big fan of it And I kind of think, ah, oh, Catwoman's a pretty popular character I reckon they'll do another one, so
2: Do mm. do you think we could get a Catwoman Batman one Like the Joker in Ireland?
0: Oh, that would be fun Yeah, yeah
2: That would be fun
1: yeah. yeah That would make sense So
2: well, It'd be a side cool to or... have them like a, a masquerade ball With the little face masks and stuff on dancing. Oh, wow. yeah. That would be awesome. You know, that 1940s. Yes. Look to it.
0: Art direction by John. Yeah,
2: oh, nice. I get one right every now and then.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> well, aside from our usual suspects, there's also um, one I came across from Factory Entertainment. Oh. <coughs> Pardon me.
2: <coughs> the smile Alex is kicking uh, in. Uh, uh,
1: uh. Uh, anyway, um this one's called um Birth of the Joker by Factory Entertainment and it features the sort of the Brian Boland um famous shot where he's kind of running his hands kind of through his hair but on a um a motion background.
0: Yeah, I think I don't know. Yeah, there's a few of these that uh they've just come out recently and I, I mean not, not for me, but
2: I, I like it.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting uh okay, so he's on his knees but then the uh, the background that uh, it comes with has you know the ha 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 and it's um obviously featuring some sort of a, a lenticular shiny yeah. thing that um that moves as you uh as you either move it or move around it i guess huh.
2: I, I like this because it it is comic art you know it it's mm. really taking that comic that panel and bringing it to 3d life not just you know, okay. Here's a figural representation, but you've got the words behind it, and it actually looks like mm. a piece of of comic book coming at you in three D.
1: Yeah. And it's not um, not cardboard or anything like that. Apparently, it is thick rolled metal. So Ooh. there you go. Yeah, the rolled so, uh, metal. A, that's right. <laughs> so there are various other bits and pieces. There's um, there's a Dark Knight Returns one where Batman's punching out the Joker. Um, there's a, uh, another Cotabakia one as well, sort of a bit stylized. There's the artifacts uh, as well. So, yeah, certainly tended to be a few more than I expected um, when we, we started looking at this. But in terms of other bits and pieces, um, there anything else that stands out?
2: Well, I've got the um, Mystery Mini, like I said, but I have a one that's more of a classic face to it. Um, mm-hmm. and I was really happy that I got the one I did because he's, you know, pretty much the Joker that I would have picked. Because um, yeah. the, they did in the Joker, they did like Heath Ledger ones and some other ones, and so um, I was like glad, you know, it wasn't that. But
1: <laughs> yeah, I certainly um, re- remembered that they had done, you know, a couple of Lego minifigures, and I thought, oh yeah, I'll just do a quick check on that, and they've actually done many. Lego minifigures um, yes, I was very yes, they surprised huh. um, Very surprised at how many and, and they do actually vary quite significantly Too um, Not just the face And, and you know, you've know you got um, very different hairstyles um, Which Yeah, came as a surprise Obviously I haven't been paying that much attention As they uh, bring these out But yeah, certainly plenty to choose from In the Lego world huh. So and uh I assume both of you guys have the uh the d c direct marionette
3: oh,
0: for sure I have three mm. actually because you know I want to have um two for to lead to my children
2: I had well, to get fine. rid of mine the strings were all gnarled up <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah yeah uh, this was a an interesting little line they did a few other characters as well and it's um a very kind of vintagey uh joker i guess to Fit in with the theme of a marionette, but the um, the part that you hold in your hand is actually a bat signal, which was quite neat. Um, certainly not for me, but well, you know, thinking outside the box in terms of collectibles, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: That actually looks like it could be a prop, though. You know, yeah. You could see the Joker using that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, here I'm going to film course. a TV commercial, you know, with my little marionette. <laughs> Hi, kids. <laughs>
0: So in terms yes. of, because uh, we did put this out to social media and in terms of things people said, I think we've covered most of them. It was um, Joshua Fuller is the one that um, posted the photo of that Mattel uh, 2003 one that I didn't know until you posted it. Mm. Um, J.H. Gotham on Twitter says, the Hot Toys 1-6-Scale Dark Knight, so that's a movie one, but we'll, we'll allow
3: it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I did like
1: um Pete Pete Fisher's um, Fisher Price, Killing Joke. One was quite cute. Yeah.
3: you know uh,
2: that line, that Imagine line, that 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 you know that that stuff comes out of has mm. really been killing it on the DC side. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, you look at those, and they've done a pretty wider range of characters and vehicles, and
3: yeah.
2: Um. Oh yes. You know, you know it, it's kind of you know passed by by collectors, but. I could see collecting those just because there's some really clever designs out there in that stuff.
1: Oh yeah, and there's plenty of vehicles and playsets and yeah.
2: yeah. The Joker even had a playset. He had a didn't he have like a big factory thing that he came with? I think too. Something like that. Yeah, so, yeah, mm-hmm. great stuff.
1: Well, guys, that was um, pretty much a fraction of uh, the stuff that's out there if you count the movie, TV, video game worlds uh, with um, the Joker. And it uh, just goes to show that we should actually have a bit of a look before we lock in a character for one of these toy histories because they always seem to turn out to be bigger than her in terms of the amount of stuff that is available. I thought,
2: but, I, I th- I thought we were going to do Common Rider double with uh, Cyclone Joker. Oh, my. Oh, my. And, and the rest of we those, were, but,
1: but we ran out of
2: time. You deceive me. That's the and, only reason I came on this episode. I thought we were talking about. <laughs> <more copyright.
3: laughs>
1: yeah, we, we ran out of time. We were going to talk about that, but oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> it up, so, but anyway, look, we'll um, hopefully get all these links up uh, on the AFB um, uh, blog forum thingy, and uh, so you can actually go and click on them and have a bit of a look yourself. We certainly will, and. Um, And
2: if we missed your favorite, let us know, you know, if there's one out there, Mm. I'm sure, I'm sure there's something we've missed. Um, So let us know.
1: Indeed. All right. Well, that wraps up our discussion topic and uh, we'll come back in a moment to wrap up the show.
0: Talking Space Pack says eight things. Mork talking Ragdoll says seven things. When you pull the string, you can never be sure what these two will say next. And here's Mork from Ork, an Ork egg, and Mindy doll too. Five fun toys, each sold separately.
2: (coughs) Mork doll with talking
1: Space Pack. Other Mork collection toys are each sold separately. New from Mattel. Before we finish off, we have some feedback from our listeners we'd like to share with you. And uh, if you'd like to hear your questions, comments, or suggestions on future episodes, you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com. And you may just hear it read out. And uh, John, you've got one.
2: Yep. And our first one comes from David McSee. And he says, hi, guys. I love your show. Thank you so much for all you do to make an awesome podcast week in and week out. Oh, we appreciate that. Thank you. Makes it all worth it. Hmm. And then his first question is, Scott, did I miss it? I thought for sure you would do a review of Aquaman Play Arts Kai variant figure at some point. I'd love to hear what you think. So I'll let you answer that before going on.
0: <laughs> I did in episode one
1: hundred and forty-nine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. was almost a year ago. I wow. Know.
0: Yeah, like. I I mean I, when I got this email I was like oh yeah and I was like wait a minute I'm pretty sure i had done that so I had to, <laughs> I did not know that off the top of my head I had to use the Mister Google but
3: you didn't use Arnold huh yeah hmm. yeah
2: Arnold's <laughs> been keeping that ar- ar- audio archive for nothing yeah <laughs> anyway um, also I've um, never had any interest in Hellboy prior to listening to your show well that's that's I, I'm glad we introduced you. Um, I've begun reading Hellboy, Ape Sapien, and BPRD, and I'm really enjoying them. Any chance you might do a toy history for Hellboy at some point, I'm trying to figure out which Mezco figures would be worth picking up, if there are any other things besides Mezco figures I should be considering. And um, right around that same time, with uh, episode 147, we did a Hellboy retrospective. Yeah. And
1: we did, yes. Yep. Yes, indeed. That was Um, Justin and John. Oh, I really enjoyed that one because I had a crap load of stuff off that yes. list.
0: <laughs> so it was a really good one.
2: Um, I will say um, to David that if you get the chance, seek out the two animated movies, The, the Sword of Storms and mm. Um, mm. trying to go with the other one is Iron Something. Uh, is Yeah. yeah. And I can't remember what the exact name of it is, but go <laughs> go seek, seek both, both of those out. Um, Iron
1: Shoes or something, yeah.
2: Iron Shoes is a story. I'm not sure that was what the name of the the, the animated film was. But they're both really good and um, yeah. worth watching. And uh, if you can find them, they actually did some really cool little mini, um, i trying to think of what those are called, bust-ups from mm-hmm. back in the day um, for those that <laughs> were neat. And if you can find the three and three-quarter um, Mezco Hellboy figure, that's worth picking up, too, if you're a three and three-quarter figure collector. Mm-hmm.
1: Cool, cool. All right, and uh, Scotty, you have something. Uh,
0: Yes, so last week when I was reviewing the DC um, animated... No, hello. DC Collectibles Batman animated Batmobile, I was mentioning that uh, I got in trouble from Eddie for displaying the New Adventures Batman with the animated series (laughs) Batmobile, and our friend Andy Bentley posted on our Facebook page a um, link to a World's Finest Online guide to the changes in the characters between the Batman animated series to the new Batman Adventures, and I wanted to say thank you very much for that because that is not something that is actually stuck in my memory banks. Mm. But now that I can see it, I'll never make that mistake again. Hmm. Very good. Thank you, Eddie.
2: Well, some of them change quite a bit more than what I remember. Yeah.
0: Mm. It's actually when you kind of look through it. Um, and it also, I'm kind of looking at it and thinking, hmm, you know, some are close enough that we probably won't get separate figures. Mm. Uh, but there's definitely um, scope for um, some in that line, which is good because I'm enjoying collecting that line. So I want more.
1: Nice.
2: Well, good. And we want you to get more because we love hearing about them because you did a great job. Oh, thank you. they hmm. really great job on the Batmobile.
0: It was fun. All right. Yeah. guess
1: what? Despite waging a war with Skype, once again, we have managed to get to the, the end of the show. Yay.
2: Yay. We're
1: going to wrap things up and we're going to say goodbye.
2: I just want to say, Eddie, I love you as a little brother that I love to torture. <laughs>
1: Alrighty. Okay.
3: Bye. Bye.
2: Thanks, guys. Bye.
3: All right. I want those well, let's, little
2: probe dread things he had. That would have been cool. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, if you thought that was uh, too much for your wallet, you might want to uh, turn things off or fast forward.
0: Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: he fast forwarded into the future.
0: He did, yeah. Obviously, he's one of those people that does not want to um, know about this.
2: He did not want to know about his own news item, and no. he organized yeah. the news items. Yeah, fair you, you'd enough. Have thought, I mean, it's a you'd bit of a dramatic way you, to deal with it. But... If he didn't want to talk about it, he would have just gave it to one of us and yeah. said, "I'll be right back." For sure.
0: Instead of like dropping out of the show. In.
2: He's so enraged by another Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> he just couldn't take it. <laughs>
1: You're listening to the Action Figure Blues Podcast, episode number 193, for the week of Wednesday, the 4th of November, 2015. I'm blood-curdling Ben, and with me tonight are... Spooktacular Scotty!
2: And Jack John.
1: This episode is brought to you by Mike's Comics and Stuff and actionfigureblues.com. Tonight, our Toy of the Week... What's... Oh, fuck. Toys. <laughs> I saw the S and I thought, no, we're not doing a... Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <sighs>